That's when you know it's best show time. That's when you know. That's when you know it's best show time. When you hear that bed music, you hear it fade down, you hear my voice fade up, and then it's uh, it's time. Then it's time. How's everything going, my friends? Welcome back, my friends, to the best show. It's uh, 2022, and we're doing it to it. This is gonna be a, this is gonna be an interesting uh, it's gonna be an interesting one. First show of 2022, double deuce, Tom time, Tom time, double deuce. 2022, Tom time. What do you think about that? Tom time, 2022, double deuce. It's a double deuce, baby. Just like the highway in New Jersey, the double deuce. What's your favorite thing on the double deuce uh, there, uh, Pat Fern? The former uh, PC Richard and Sons. It looks like a boat. There you go. That's uh, he, he knows his. That's in Springfield, the Springfield Union area. That's right. It used to be, uh, I think, a furniture company that had some kind of maritime theme. I believe it used to be a crazy Yeti at one point also. Really? I didn't know that. Like a long, long. Actually, no, it was not crazy Yeti. It was, I think it was a, it was a, a whiz. It was the whiz for a while. Oh, yeah. Mike. Yeah. Any, any familiarity with the double deuce? Route uh, 22? I didn't spend a lot of time on that highway, but isn't, uh-huh. isn't there a portion of that highway where there's, like stores in the meridian of the yeah. highway. Now that's the section Pat's talking about. That's yeah, like it's weird, where right? The, where the left lane is the not the fast lane, ostensibly. Uh-huh. Where you got to uh, you got to be ready to slow down because you're gonna get because you got to make a turn. You got to yeah. make a, a left turn. It's confusing. It's confusing. I mean, you know, people used to have a hard time with the circles. Well, Down this here, is like yeah. Well, we there's circles, circles there. There's circles on that also. Oh yeah. Okay. Cause there's, cause there's the turns are like, are like half circles. Uh huh. I know there's a, an anti-circle uh, philosophy afoot. They're trying to get rid of the circles. Well, what, mutilated what the, the circle on 66. What do they want to replace the circle with? Just sort of like odd turns and you know, no, no yeah. Keep the circles. Yeah. Honestly, look, circles can be a little bit of a challenge, but also learn, how, learn how to drive. <laughs> they don't have circles in California, do they? No, there's no circles out here. <laughs> Only circles are the the uh, the hip, hypnotizing circles that apparently these uh, these people driving in the fast lane are seeing that has them hypnotized <laughs> to go slow in the fast lane. Uh-huh. I never saw uh-huh. anything like it, uh-huh. Mike. I'm telling you, yeah, I never saw anything like it. You drive in the bleeping fast lane out here. Uh-huh. There's people going so slow in the fast lane. They they don't know that that's a fast lane. They don't, I mean, it's literally lost on that. Is, is it, is that not what it is acknowledged as everywhere? I, th- I doesn't, think doesn't everybody consider the left lane, the fast lane. I think you can do a, a, a service to the drivers of California, Tom. If you, you started doing a show, you know, mm-hmm. Seinfeld has his show where he drives around. What if you, yeah, you sort yeah. of have a show driving around mm-hmm. and you're, you're pointing out, where California drivers are making these horrible mistakes and just sort mm-hmm. of school them. I think yeah. it would be educational and hopefully save lives. Well, Mike, this is a great idea. This is what I want to see for 2022. <laughs> Look at this right out of the box. This guy's got a new idea. 
Mike, new point. We're all at zero now, point system wise. Points wise, everyone's back at zero. Oh, wow. Mike, 150 okay. points right off the bat for you. <laughs> okay, yeah. And I want to keep track of the points this year. And we're going to add some. If you don't, if you don't get a certain amount of points, then there's a punitive quality to it also. <laughs> this is how it goes now. This point thing is going to have to mean something. So, Mike, you got 150. Unless you lose them, you're probably safe for tonight. Uh-huh. Can we Pat, steal? Pat was the first one to wish me happy new year. So Pat, you got 50. So right now it's 150, 50. And, and uh, you've got old, uh, old uh, Dudio sitting on uh, a goose egg like he's uh, mother goose over there. For listeners, this was off mic. Off mic. No, that's the thing. Off mic. Pat said it off mic. Tom, I do uh, sincerely hope you had a great holiday, though. That's minus 10 for you because it's. <laughs> Because there's a because there's a there's a quality to it that did not feel that felt insincere. That was sincere. It felt, it, it felt smarminess. It was that it no. no, you just Zero said smarminess. Smarm. That's that. There was no smarm. So you're down ten points. Also on that, mic. <laughs> you can't accuse him of that. You're at one forty. Well, what was the quality? <laughs> It's just very convenient that suddenly, uh, suddenly he oh, wishes okay. me wow. to have a happy yeah. New Year. Suddenly, suddenly the when there's points yeah. in the mix. Suddenly, oh, and happy new year to you as well, Tom. I'm just trying to be nice at at the end of the day, Tom. Well, look, you got 10 of Mike's points now, so. Oh, so now now I'm at zero. Maybe we'll start it like this. There are 300 points in episode. There are 300 (laughs) points on the table. (laughs) And who would they get this first? (laughs) Someone could get 290, and then someone Uh could get 10, and somebody have zero. Okay, I'm going to try. I think we're we're shifting. The the best show is going to shift to full Glenn Gary Glenn Walsh uh, (laughs) mode this year. Um, No, we're going to have fun. We're going to talk all about, uh, since it is the new year, we'll talk all about your new year and what you want to do with it or not do with it or whatever. And we got the crew here. We got the phones lit up. 201-332-3484 is a number. And my name's Tom. I'm the host. You might know me from my previous endeavors. uh, Or you might know me from maybe you're just flipping through podcasts and checking things out. There's no one doing that. No one found the show that way. Just putting this episode on as a start. Who knows, though? But you know what? It's best show time. Best show 22, double deuce, Tom time. It's the Tom time 2022, Tom time, double deuce. Here we go. Oh, 
Heads Fest Show. What's up, everybody? How's it going? My name's Tom Host. Tom's the host of the show. And this is the first best show of 2022 here. Early January. We're starting things off. We're doing it the right way. How are you? How are you? Everybody have a nice New Year's fun time. I watched the ball drop. I was in Times Square, and boy, that was fun. Now, okay, can you imagine who was? Does anybody know anyone who went to Times Square this year? Does anybody know anybody who went to Times Square? Which my whole life that has seemed like the biggest drag i could not because all i see is well i mean what's the number one thing you think of when you see that Times square uh set up where's the bat where's the bathroom right are you going to sabaros hey uh i just uh can i what's the code what's the code one two four two one star Hey, what's the what's the code for the bathroom? Where do you got to go to to Penn Station? Oh my <laughs> God, that bathroom, that Penn Station bathroom. Uh, There's a couple bathrooms in Penn Station that I wouldn't wish on my worst enemy. I'm telling you, there's people in my life that don't talk to me anymore. I'd, I wish a lot of things on some of these people. There's people that have hurt me. I wish, you know what? I wish on uh, two of them, two of them. I wish that Penn station bathroom on two of them. <laughs> There's two of them out there. I wish it on them as a little more. I wish they, they were get the saw treatment. Not that they would actually get their uh, arm sawed off. Like in the movie. saw, which I never saw, by the way, I never saw a saw, <laughs> but apparently it's, uh, it's uh Danny Glover and, uh, and what's his face. Carrie Elwes. Is that who it is? In Saw? Who saw who saw Saw here? Not me. Not Not me. No. Pat? Not a once. Not a once. Nobody saw Saw. Well, I think we're gonna start doing assignments for things too. Well, this is what we're gonna do. No one has to see Saw, but somebody go tell me tell me what the deal with Saw. Who's in Saw? Danny Glover and Carrie Elwis? And That's then news to the, me. I thought there were no names in that in that thing. I didn't think they had stars in those movies. They did. A, they did a Saw movie. You are correct. A year ago. Thank you. Thank you, Carrie Elwes. Danny. Four, Gl- four points for you. Thank you. <laughs> four. So you're at plus four for the year. I'll Mike's at a hundred. Mike's at hundred forty. Pat's at fifty. You're at plus four. With with some points left on the oh yeah to be assigned. Um, so yeah. So who else is in the song movie there, Jason, Monica Potter, you may remember oh, Monica Potter, patch Adams. Uh, oh Mike. yeah. Oh yeah. No, I don't know. Patch Adams. You never saw patch Adams. <laughs> no, I never did. <laughs> Who's did you see patch Adams? Oh yeah. I loved patch Adams. It was filmed at uh, UNC and I, okay. Well, I would walk around the campus and think about patch Adams. Hold on a second. When I lived there, you'd walk around to be like, "Boy, Patch, this is where Patch Adams." <laughs> I would see. Can you believe, 
I wonder if the I wonder if they had a, a some generators for filming set up over here. You think Patch Adams sat on this bench? I would Patch literally Adams. think of those things. So his name in the movie was Patch Adams, and he's a doctor who wears funny noses and helps sick kids laugh or yeah. something. Yeah, he uh, he heals through laughter. Does he also heal through healing, through like medicine and no. the more conventional means? He, he doesn't. No, he's just not qualified. He's qualified to make them laugh. Okay. So he's a chiropractor, basically. Yes. yes. <laughs> Hilarious chiropractor. No, look, and I've been to see Actually, plenty of chiropractors, and chiropractors have helped me out plenty of times in my life. But there's always that moment when you go to see a chiropractor and suddenly they're just like, hey, would you like to buy these magnets? And you're like, okay. Like, or we got some powder you can work into your, some supplements. You're just like, why do you? Light therapy. Where's they? I don't, I don't, I don't know, Mike, Mike. They start pitching. They start selling things. In, yeah. They start yeah. selling Extras. side things. Extras. Like aluminum siding. Next. Yeah. I bought some ointments yeah. once. Yeah. But it's just like, hook, hook the tens unit up. Hook up the tens unit. Start, start vibrating my back. And then suddenly when they go, you know, well, we actually sell uh, some, don't, what? You're right. You know what else you're selling? The service of a chiropractor. That's the other thing you, like, that's, that's what you're selling. Like going it's to a, a salon and they start trying to sh- sell you the shampoo. But, yeah, but it would be like if they tried this, it, Pat, it would be like if they tried to sell you a shampoo that you couldn't see and they're telling you, trust me, the shampoo it's in there and it's going to work wonders on you. It's invisible. <laughs> it's invisible. <laughs> and again, I've been helped by chiropractors over the years. Yeah, I went to one and they helped me, but the one thing that he said right at the top, I asked him about um, cracking my back mm-hmm. and that was like, a red flag to this guy that like really he had a line to say for people that said that so that they would never use the term again. And he said, and it was like a patch Adams joke, Jason. Mm -hmm. He said, Pat, I crack nuts and I crack jokes, but that's it. it. I don't, I don't, I don't crack backs. I'll adjust your back, but I don't crack backs. Yeah. It's, it's slang guy. What do you think? Pat actually thinks you're cracking his back. And secondly, I crack nuts. I crack nuts. Pat, I crack nuts and I crack jokes. (laughs) Really? How many nuts you cracking? (laughs) Really? You're cracking that many nuts where you're going to, you're going to use that as a source of identity. Pat, there's two things about me. I love cracking jokes and I'm sure he was hilarious. First of all, Anybody who says that they crack jokes that like uses that as an identifier, probably not going to be the jokes you want to hear, Yeah, but also cracking nuts. That'd be like, if I was like, Pat, I squirt ketchup onto things like what? Like what, like, what a weird, what a weird thing to be specific about. Well, okay, Tom. Yeah. So look, I want to say this: these chiropractors just stop selling weird magnets and belts and and <laughs> headbands and uh-huh. things. 
stick to just selling this to do the treatment. You, you lose, you lose our trust when you do that. But suddenly, oh yeah, we got this powder. If you do this powder, that'll help you. Really? The powder? Go get the tens unit. Warm up the tens unit, have, son. That's have, what I'm saying. Son, get the tens unit warmed up. <laughs> have you ever gone to a salon and bought the shampoo there because they specifically told you that oh, yeah, the yeah. shampoo there is better quality than the same brand? Same oh, exact yeah, no, name I'm, in the absolutely. store. hundred oh, percent. Yes, yeah. I've bought. I bought I bought a shampoo and and powders and hair things uh, and yeah. But it's got to be the uh, same, right? There's no way they're different. Of course it's the same. What could be different about it? Well, we can't sell this in the store. This this brand like this configuration only goes to the salon. <laughs> hey, can we start selling any chance we can start selling this in stores? Are you crazy? No, this is only for the salons. No. Same stuff. Same stuff. So, yeah. So, chiropractors, knock it off with that. And, yeah, the, the Times Square, I want to talk to anybody who knows somebody. Who, if you went to Times Square at any point in your life, I want to talk to you. Mike, there was never a time when you went? No, that's, you know, I'm not a crowd person, you know, and, and, mm-hmm. uh, I wouldn't go to Mardi Gras or Times Square on new year's mm-hmm. Eve. Those mm-hmm. that's like sort of the last place on earth I would want to mm-hmm. be. Mm-hmm. Um, I, you know, I was down, I'm, I'm down in my, uh, central Jersey location now. Mm-hmm. And it was the first new year's Eve down here. Mm-hmm. And I'm just trying to find, you know, I don't want, you know, some club action or anything like that, but there should be like a middle ground, you know, like mm-hmm. a nice bar and people turn out and, you know, raise the glass, right. You know, a middle ground. Right, Look, Mike, you're making the case, but, but here I'm gonna it is. Go, I'm, no, I'm going to go see about getting, <laughs> I'm going to get my hands on some, some money. Uh huh. Sounds like somebody's looking for Mike's place. <laughs> well, you know, I like this bar. Yeah. You know, I've gotten to know quite a few people there and, yeah. you know, I figured, you know, they told me it wasn't going to be anything special. So mm-hmm. I, I didn't have expectations, mm-hmm. but I, I get there and there's just a handful of people there. And I'm like, wow, OK, mm-hmm. so this town is dead on New Year's Eve. Mm-hmm. Uh, there used to be a local place in Bayonne I'd go to. I'd walk there, mm-hmm. you know, and they'd have a spread out. You know, they tried to make it a little special when I when I was working New Year's Eve, I put a spread out. You know, yeah. you try and boost boost it a mm-hmm. little bit, but here was nothing. Nobody showed up. Mm-hmm. It, there was a couple. I did my good deed. There was a couple, and uh, I hear the guy hiccuping. I'm like, uh oh, you know, he's in trouble. He scared uh, him. Well, <laughs> no, no, I didn't. Uh, I didn't scare him. Well, <laughs> but uh, poured salt on his tongue. They weren't driving, so you know, I did a good deed and I drove him home. I mean, things were wrapping up. It didn't even make it till midnight, and they're usually open till midnight on a Friday night. So they, you know, the, I'm not going to be a jerk and keep the bartenders longer than they want to, you know. So they, they wanted to wrap things up at about eleven, and I'm like, okay, I, I, you know, I, I it's hear, like, I hear you. What, what, what kind of self-respecting place though 
on New Year's Eve. Yeah, let's wrap it up around 11. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, there's, there's only one more hour, right? And, yeah. and it was a Friday night. That's yeah. normally how long yeah. they went. Yeah, you think you, it's a Friday night also. Uh-huh. You think you guys think you can tough it out and yeah. make it to midnight on a Friday that happens to also be New Year's Eve? What's going on? It's getting soft. It's getting soft down there, Mike. Yeah, there is a, uh, you know, I like the bartenders, but mm-hmm. there is this sort of uh, constant, like, let's get out of here vibe that they're putting out. Yeah. I'm like, really? Yeah. You know, that's not the vibe you're supposed to be putting out, you know? Yeah. Now, look, some stuff out, out here in, in, in this area is closing early now and again because of, because of whatever COVID either they're short staffed on employees or whatever. So like there was a coffee place I go to and it's like, Oh, they're going to close at two o'clock, two o'clock. First of all, two o'clock, whatever. Okay. You're, you're short staffed. I get it. It's not, these are not ideal times, but I get there at one fifty. Yeah, we're closed. <laughs> it's like guys. Yeah. No offense. You're already closing at two. You're usually open till 10. They're closing at two. I was here before two. If you're going to close at two, at least stay open till two. That's all. I don't think that's out of bounds to just, to just, to, to, when you close at two, doesn't mean you start throwing people out at one fifty. I don't know. I don't know. Look. So where are we at? What do we got in the system already? New Year's Eve. I want to talk to anybody who's been to Times Square on New Year's Eve or, or knows somebody who's been to Times Square this year, especially. Um, Saw movies. Want to talk to somebody who's seen all the Saw movies. There was a, uh, they put one out last year that Chris Rock starred in. Like a Saw movie. This guy starred in a Saw movie. Like he ain't a good actor, that guy. That guy I'm waiting for them all to pop up on TCM, then I'll check them out. For the Saw movies to show up on Turner <laughs> Classic Movies, yeah. Well, <laughs> keep hold, keep don't hold your breath Eight on that. Years. One. You'd, yeah, you'd be surprised what pops up on there sooner or later. Yeah, Pat, we got any calls? Got a full Monty. Well, throw throw me a call. Throw me a call, please. Hello, Bastro. Hello, and Happy New Year, Tom. Oh, Happy New Year to you. To whom am I speaking? This is Mary from Lansdale. Well, look at this. This is Mary from Lansdale. This is, this is if there was ever a way to start the year, this is how you start it in terms of callers. This is how you start. Mary, this is, this is a top-notch caller, Mary. And <laughs> Mary, Mary hosts a podcast like everybody apparently now, apparently some legal, <laughs> apparently there's more of a, there's a podcast mandate going on also, but Mary should be hosting a podcast. Mary hosts a movie podcast, right? I do. And what is it called? Yes, I do. Mary versus the movies. And what is the, what is the, what is this, the premise behind Mary versus the movies? Well, I, I'm looking at the fact that I there are a whole bunch of movies from the eighties that everyone I know has seen. And I haven't seen them because my mom was raising me on like Charlie temple for some reason. Sure. And yeah. Like that's like, that's like, what's his face from uh, red hot chili peppers. Uh, <laughs> Anthony Kiedis. 
the nerve of this guy. I, I read a thing where he was like, yeah, I don't let my kid watch new cartoons. We only watch the classic ones from the, from the forties, the funny stuff. First of all, those things ain't that some of those things are a little uh, troubling here and there in spots, but that's of the, it's they're of their time, whatever. But secondly, this guy, this guy has, uh, this guy has provided a never, a, 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 a toilet that will not unclog a musical toilet that will not, that has not unclogged for 40 years now, red hot chili peppers. And he's, he's got the, he's got the gall to suddenly say, well, I don't want that stuff in my house. <laughs> Meanwhile, he's, he's one of the, he's one of the prime manufacturers of, of the musical equivalent of what he doesn't want in his house. I mean, he's, he's a sock guy. Yeah, so that's family friendly as i can no no look he says i don't have a problem with the sock thing that's one of the better things that they do i I, in fact i i see the red hot chili peppers i i take out a sock too and then i i shove it in my ears (laughs) i bring a pair of socks and then i just jam them in my ears although larry david boy he would not uh he would get yelled at if he put some socks in his ears based on the plots the plot twists of curb your enthusiasm i have not seen the the latest season new season is uh something else uneven is the impression i'm getting oh no it's not uneven it's tilted it's tilted very very convincingly in one direction oh no (laughs) yeah i would say it is very even it is not it is not a struggle between which way is this thing tilting. Oh no. No, nah, whatever. God bless God bless. He's, but the funny thing is, ironically, his acting I think his acting is funnier than it's ever been. And the show is just the writing is worse than it's ever been. But his acting is funny. That's so frustrating. Yeah. So Mary, what is a movie that it would be on Mary versus the movies that you didn't get to see as a kid because your mom wanted you to watch Shirley Temple movies? You know, it's funny. I mean, it's, we've done everything from, um, gosh, uh, Roadhouse to Xanadu to the thing. Now, granted, I I can't imagine my mother wanting to show me the thing, but boy, that's a great movie. The thing, John Carpenter's the thing. Yeah. One of the most upsetting one of the most upsetting scenes of any movie I've ever seen is in that movie. Oh, which scene is it? Cuz there's the, a lot. <laughs> the gooey dog pile. Oh yeah. Like a very wet mutated dog pile. I was like this upsets me. Yeah. I was a sense I was a sensitive yeah. sort as a child. I was a sensitive sort, Mary. Things like that would definitely uh send me reeling. Because it's a dog. Yeah. You know? Yeah, that's, that's exactly it. You just feel so bad for the dog. Yeah. Dog didn't ask to get turned into a Martian. Exactly. Right? If I yeah. ever met John Carpenter, oh. I'd say that. I'd say, I just got one bone to pick with your filmography. <laughs> that dog did, in the thing, that dog didn't deserve to be turned into a Martian. What are you doing to us? I mean, if it had been a penguin, I would sh- shake, you know, my shoulders and be like, well, I mean, you, yeah. you can't trust birds, but. Exactly. Yeah. You know. 
but this guy's turning dogs into Martians. I don't even know what I'm looking at. So, um, so the thing I saw, you also did something wild was a a movie that seemed to be a revelation for you. You did not know that the pride of New Jersey, the feelies are in that. It was so awesome. Yes. Oh my God. I was not expecting that at all. Like I, I went into that movie, um, honestly not really expecting much and uh, you know i'm watching i'm enjoying like this is oh this is great and you know like the music starts and it's like david Byrne. i'm just like whoa and then like mm-hmm. you know the um the soundtrack Mally griff, the, Mally the, griff is super cool in it yeah oh she is fantastic in this you know and i even liked um what uh, jeff daniels mm-hmm. and you know he's the fella from newsroom yeah yeah uh well, besides that, ugh. Um, but and no. also, let me just ask you something before we go too far off track here. Did you see this movie being the Ricardos? Um, I would, I would have to be paid to watch it. Yeah. No. Well, I, sh- I, I feel like I'm, ch- I need to chase down my money on that one. Yikes. <laughs> Yeah, I, I can't think of anybody who understands comedy better than the guy who wrote, you know, Studio yeah. 60 on the Sunset Strip. Yeah, yeah. This movie is something else. And everybody's like, oh, Nicole Kidman is wrong. It's like, she's working hard. She's working hard to make this thing work. The problem with that movie ain't Nicole Kidman. I can believe that. And the problem ain't, uh, what's his face? Cow, uh, cow puncher. I wanted, I, I wanted to ask him halfway through it. Javier Bardem. I was like, go get your cow puncher. <laughs> go get your cow puncher. I've had enough. Go get your no country for old man. Cow puncher. Get me right between the eyes, fella. <laughs> it's one of these movies where the premise of the movie is, oh my God, there's a, a, a red scare that, that Lucy is going to get smeared as a communist because of an old uh, incident in her, in her distant past. Like what's going to happen to Lucy? Will she get ruined by this? It's like, well, I can feel this one actually. No, she won't because um, a, I didn't know that that happened. Uh, uh, No one knew about that event. And B, I know that she kept making TV shows forever. So right. It's like these movies that are these mysteries uh, that aren't mysteries, even remotely mysteries where it's like, what's going to happen? Will like saving Mrs. Mr. Banks or Mrs. Banks, whatever that was called. The, um, the one about, about Mary Poppins where it's like, right. What's going to happen? Will will the movie Mary Poppins get made? Yeah, it does. It does. <laughs> and I can, t- I can kind of save us all two hours because the movie Mary Poppins gets made because there's a movie called Mary Poppins out. Exactly. There's, there's no tension because we already know what happened. Yeah. What's going to, will they get the movie made or the other one about psycho where it was like, Oh, is the movie psycho going to get made? Yeah, it does. Psycho gets made. That's a movie too. Oh no. That's the one where Anthony Hopkins plays uh, Hitchcock. I had no idea this was a movie. This is a real thing. Oh yeah. Seems like uh, Mary's got more movies to fight. Yeah, I do. Can't pin that. Can't pin that one on mom. <laughs> mom, no. you're off the hook on that one. That's not uh, mom. That's not you. Mary. Mary can't pin that one on you. 
she can be she can be mad that you didn't let her, you, you didn't let her watch the thing but when she starts if she starts complaining about hitchcock uh, the hitchcock biopic that ain't mom's fault so 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 okay so what's the next episode of this uh of your podcast who what's the next movie who i don't know how you're gonna feel about this one i don't know okay the next episode actually is uh down by law the jim jarmusch film yeah starring tom waits and john murray and i think tom waits is a great actor i love tom waits as an actor i like him as an actor yeah music not so much I, I happen to like his music, but that's fine. I actually think he's a very good actor. He is. Um, I always like when he shows up in things. He's my favorite thing in Buster Scruggs. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, he's great in Buster Scruggs. He's great yeah. in uh, uh, a, a licorice pizza. He's great in that. Oh my God. I just saw it. I just saw licorice pizza. He is great in that. Like, yeah. That Look, don't start bringing that up to Mike. Yikes. Oh, you're gonna get it. Oh, you're gonna get a. You're gonna get a handful on that one. I won't even bring it up to the guy. I, I predicted he wouldn't like it because I because I I saw the movie and I know, I, I know Mike and I saw the movie. I was just like, yeah, Mike's not gonna like this movie, and he didn't. Uh, I guess I'm not surprised. No, but I'm, I I I got I, I got to be honest. I really I'm really curious as to why. I can tell you why because you know? it's, it's he thinks I mean, it's dumb. He thinks it's dumb. He thinks it's he thinks it's it's two kids running around all day. That yeah. really? That's all he got from it. That's all he got from it. He thinks it's two kids running around all day. Here we go. Uh, night. All right. Uh-uh. Let's hear it. Uh-uh. Where are we at, Mike? Oh, I, I thought it was uh, not interesting and not yeah. funny. Mm-hmm. Those are two things I generally like to happen, at least in a movie. Yeah. You know, no, that's fair. To be interesting. Mm-hmm. To, or if it can't be interesting, you know, it'd be funny. Mm-hmm. Maybe both would be great. Yeah. But, Dare to uh, dream. That would have been nice. But it's like yeah. one scene after another. I'm like, where's this thing going? Yeah. It didn't well, go anywhere. You knew where well, it was going. I mean, you know, you, you knew where it was going. It wasn't, it wasn't going to anything like a tragic ending. So you knew vaguely what was going to happen. And then there's that scene right out of Taxi Driver. What's that all about? Mike, it was a, it's a reference. It's a seventies reference. It's so it's all right. It's, it's fun. But it's, it's, it's bizarre, fun. but it's also a Nashville reference too. the guys dressed just like, yeah, guys dressed just like the shooter in Nashville. But you put in this weird guy outside the office mm-hmm. and then that, that plot line goes nowhere. All right. So yeah. it's just kind of like, I'm not arguing what was with the you? point, Mike, the movie to me, <laughs> I had a fun, I thought it was fun. Uh-huh. Is it, is it his best movie? No, it's not his best okay. movie. But I enjoyed it. It's a it's a it's a trifle, Mike. It's a bagatelle. Okay. <laughs> it's a it's a fun it's a it's a fun it's a fun look. If 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 this was the if this was the sixties, then that would be. It's a very it's a very it's a very French cinema kind of movie, French New Wave kind of thing, where it's just it's 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 a it's freewheeling, and maybe not you're not supposed to strap uh, uh, too much too much importance on it. No, I like slice of life movies, mm-hmm. but this oh, didn't no, really. Well, if it didn't do it for you, I get it, Mike. I yeah. get it. I'm not going to argue with you. Yeah. I get it. I saw. I'm not saying that. Look, you you railing against Phantom Thread. That makes me think you you, you need your head examined. <laughs> that's one of the best movies that's ever been made. And you mean and you're trolling me, going, "Oh, it's a movie about sewing." 
Is that what I said? That was, yes. That was the funniest oh, thing I've ever good. seen. No, right? It was pretty good. But I, but I can, trust me, I can spot a troll uh-huh. job from a hundred miles uh-huh. away, especially from you. Oh, it's a movie about sewing. And you know who you're aiming that at. Uh, well, I, was, I, was, I, I guess I could, I was going to go with licorice pizza is a, a, a movie about hand trucks. Because mm-hmm. that, that hand truck scene really sort of knocked me out, you know. Right. Let's get this hand truck up the stairs. Right. Like you can't, you can't lift a hand truck and, and carry it. Mm-hmm. You know, you have to go a step by step up the stairs with the hand truck. Yeah. All right. Take it easy. That suggests somebody who doesn't really know the weight of a hand truck, mm-hmm. that a hand truck isn't that heavy. And, well, uh, in the seventies, they were very heavy. Didn't you know that? <laughs> They're made out of a different material. Listen, I was using a hand truck in the eighties, and uh, uh, oh no, but this is the seventies, Mike. They improved. <laughs> they improved them by the eighties. Eighties, yeah. Those they eighty were, hand trucks were were like air <laughs> compared to the way they were in the seventies. Uh-huh. But look, okay, Mary, you liked it. Yeah. I liked it. You liked it. You loved it. I liked it. I liked it a lot. Mike didn't like it. So there we go. So the next movie up is going to be Down by Law with uh, John yes. Lurie also, who I think Mike Mike fought with on Twitter for a while there. Mike was fighting with John Lurie. I think I actually think I do remember that. Yeah. yeah. So what? Uh, so what, it's Mary versus the movies. People can check it out wherever. And Mary, you're a great caller, and I'm glad you. I'm glad you're you're. You're doing okay, and keep doing okay for 2022. What, 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 what do I owe the pleasure of the call, though? Um. Well, actually, uh, you had asked for uh, originally. It was what's 2022 going to be like, and I was like, yeah. oh, I think this is the return of um, dance punk. But I actually have a better one. Okay. My cousin, my cousin was actually in uh, Times Square not this year, but a few years ago. Okay. And. She said, like, the experience was horrible, you know, because you just, you're cold and you can't go to the bathroom and you're just stuck in this, like, you know, cattle pen. Mm-hmm. And I was like, but why would you, why would you go? Mm-hmm. You know, it, it, it sounds like a terrible time. Yeah. And then she reminded me that she lives in South Philly. Uh-huh. So every New Year's, she has to deal with the mummers. Yeah, the next day, the mummers do their thing. Yeah. So this Which, is kind of her way like to for a year. What a hoot that seems like. Yeah. A 65-year-old guy driving in a little uh, a little tiny car down the road. Yeah, they only outlawed blackface like two years ago. Two it's years time. ago. Yeah. Right on the cutting edge. Great job, mummers. Philly's finest. Billy's fine. Yes. So yeah, look, Mary, I want to just tell you this. You keep on, you keep on doing it. We need, we need you this year. We need you and we need you at your best this year. You too, So we need you. Look, you got Mary versus the movies. You've got a, you've got all sorts of stuff happening. Sometimes it might not seem like you got it. You got it all Mary, but just understand this. Just because you don't have everything doesn't mean you got nothing. You remember that, man. You're right. You got a lot. You're right. Okay. So do you, man. Well, no, I that doesn't apply to me. I, <laughs> no, of course, I know. Well, 
Mary, I'm going to, I'm going to keep the phones moving here, but I was so glad I got to talk yep. to you. It was the first call for the year. I am so happy. I got through this, this year, man. Okay. Have Thank a good you. night. You too. Pat, give me a, a five, please. Hello, best show. Hey, what's up, big guy? It's uh, it's Mike in Baybridge. Mike in Baybridge, how are you? I'm doing good. You know, I, uh, I I'm calling to chime in on, on a topic, if that's okay. What will the what will this year be like? Yeah, yeah, that's the topic. Well, first of all, happy New Year, Mike. Happy New Year to you. It's great to uh, it's great to be on your uh, on on your airwaves. Well, thanks for calling in. So what is your, what is, what would you like to add to the topic? Well, I, you know, when it, when it comes to, to this new year, you know, we've been through so much, but, uh, you know, I, I hope for and have faith that 2022 is going to be a year that reflects a deep, inner striving for and a strident longing for a sense, a sense of connection, uh, uh, a craving for a sense of place. And that although we may not know the destination of the journey, that we can find a sense of faith in, but also a commitment to the fulfillment of that journey, uh, a, a journey whose existence at its very core is the exploration of, of the feelings, the deep passions of, and the connection to what it means to be ensconced in this thing that we call the human condition. And I, I also hope that we might find the means to explore and define what it means to be a traveler on, on this highway of, of dreams. I got it. Uh, excuse me, Mike, I'm no. gonna, um, ask you a question here. Um, yeah, shoot. what I'm going to say might sound a little cra- crazy. It might sound crazy. Actually. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm not sure even how to put it into words and I'm, I guess I should just ask it. I don't even know how to say it, but I'm going to just say it. Mike in, in Baybridge, can I ask you, are you actually Bruce Springsteen? Oh man. I can't, I was trying to, trying to call in, you know, kind of undercover. How, how, how did you know it was me? Well, don't take this the wrong way. But there's nobody, literally nobody on the planet who is less economical with words when it comes to expressing themselves. You know, it's funny you say that because, uh, you know, often Patty and the kids, they bust on me for that too. You know, like if we go into a store or something, they always say, hey, hey, Dad, if someone asks you how, you how you are, try to keep your answer down to a thousand words, okay? Uh-huh. <laughs> well, now I know it's you with that laugh. 
<laughs> oh, this is exciting. This is a real honor. It's exciting for me, too. So what what's going on, Mr. Springsteen? Can I call you Bruce? Absolutely, yeah. Okay, yeah. well, what's yeah. going on, Bruce? Well, you know, we just... Uh... And we just wrapped up uh, putting out the uh, the no nukes package, and that's that was really uh, really something to listen to. I hadn't heard that stuff in in a long time. Yeah, that is it is incredible. Look, I'll say this: it is it's from '79, and there's a, it's like a, a CD and uh, like a DVD or Blu-ray of the the shows there's video like the audio and the video and it is unbelievable how like how fast and how like powerful the band is it's so forceful and so muscular it's truly impressive you know i I have to say you for a moment there i thought you were you were donald trump uh describing uh putin Oh, that's because of the, yeah. Very muscular. So, yeah, like muscular and powerful. Yeah. No, well, that's. I think that, that he, he's still a, a, a 10-year-old boy in the 1950s who has a, a, a thing for Charles Atlas. Like that, that Donald Trump does? Yes. Yeah, he kind of talks like, it's like, it's like. He starts at the in the Charles Atlas panel when the guy's kicking the stuff in the room. Yeah. Saying like, why can't I be why can't I be muscular? And why I'm tired of getting sand kicked in my face. And like the I always remember the picture frame was so crooked in that because because this guy's throwing a full on temper tantrum. Yes. Now do you remember the the interesting thing about that uh, the lightweight guy, his his, his uh, clothing. Do you remember a particular article of clothing that's very interesting? I don't. He has a, he has a neckerchief. <laughs> that yes, I do now. Now he, he's wearing a neckerchief. <laughs> well, now I yeah, uh huh, yeah, um, but. I do want to say it's so cool that you like particularly that no nuke show, because I know, I know you're into some of the hipper, more obscure music, like uh, the volcano sons, uh, big dipper and Alice donut. So it, it means a lot. Well, I, maybe more, maybe the first two, maybe not so much. Uh, the Al, Al, no, 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 whatever. They're fine also, but. Okay. okay well, I was going to check him out based on your what I thought was your recommendation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not exact, not exactly my scene, but whatever. Here, neither here nor there. That's cool. But you know, get, getting back to to the no nuke shows, um, you know, we were always a great live band. But that first night in particular, I, I, I was very upset about something. Okay, what was it? Well, I, I was having problems with the union boss at, at the garden. Oh, is that is that because of um, 
you you uh, would get fined if you played uh, too long? Oh, no, no. No, nothing like that. You know, I, I was sweeping up in one of the upper tiers of the garden just before the show, and I get a call on my walkie-talkie from, from Irv, the head of maintenance of the garden, and, and he was all in, in an uproar because I, I guess I was putting garbage in recycling bins and not the actual garbage bins. See, it, it, it was an environment-based uh, benefit show, you know, for no nukes. So they, they set up a bunch of recycling bins for people to dispose of their, you know, their, their paper drink cups and stuff. But I didn't know nothing about recycling bins, you know. So, so to me, a, a receptacle was a receptacle. And I... I do know what I just said sounded both erotically titillating and flagrantly offensive, but I, I stand by the choice of words. Mm-hmm. Sure, sure. No, I, I support yeah. that. So, thank you. So, you know, anyway, Irv, Irv was furious because the union head just happened to be there when my error was di- discovered. So I get called into the maintenance office and those two guys proceeded to tear me a new one. You know, it was MF this, CS that, CLULR this, QJ my blank, you know, MFBJ. These guys were filthier than a suck dog concert. Okay. So, you know, I, I was super angry at myself for letting them down, and I, I must have just channeled that into that night's performance. Mm-hmm. Well, I got I to gotta say, Bruce, um, <clears throat> there's a lot to take in from what you, you just said, and I guess I would start with, um, my I guess my f- first question would be just that, why were you sweeping up before your own show at, at Madison Square Garden? Oh, you know, just just trying to make a little extra dough, you know, uh, just trying to keep my head my head above water. You know, my my motto has always been take work when you can find it, where you can find it. So, uh, basically, I, I was just picking up a little extra work. Uh huh. Well, this it's it's this is slightly um, confusing because um, well, actually, though. Um, You know, ten, like 10 years ago, um, somebody called the the show. Uh, there was like this this pretty outrageous prank call uh, from somebody who claimed to have written this tell-all about you where you were kind of revealed to be a, um, like a massive spendthrift and always kind of worried about having money and, and working part-time jobs at places like Pet Boys. Wait, someone did a prank call about me? Yeah, yeah. It was about 10 years ago. Oh, man, that's pretty cool. You know, we used to listen to those Jerky Boys tapes when we were making the records that came out as uh, Human Touch and Lucky Town. Wait, wait, say that again? You used to listen to... The Jerky Boys tapes when we were making the uh, the records that turned out to be Human Touch and and Lucky Town, and as a matter of fact, those albums were going to be called 
Uh, these doctors, uh, are they reputable? And the other one was going to be called the Ghost of Jack Torse. So, so the okay. So prank phone prank phone calls cast a pretty pretty big influence over you. Oh yeah, yeah. I loved all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But uh, you know, it's it's interesting because um, you know, get, getting back to why I, I I needed that work. You know, I I don't know if if you know this song I did on Darkness on the Edge of Town called Factory. Yes. Well, you know, it, it's basically about my dad and how he, he suffered tremendously working in a rug mill when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. And I, I guess I was always afraid of that being where I would end up if people stopped coming to see me play my music. So, you know, I, I'd pick up work wherever and wherever I could when I wasn't performing or, or recording. So mm-hmm. I, I always had, had jobs after tours. That's why it takes me so long to put albums out. You know, I, I can't just tell my manager at Radio Hut or Muffler Universe that I can't come in because I have to record at the Hit Factory. You know. Wait, wait, hold, hold on. So, so, so you, you, what you're saying is that you still have these regular jobs? Oh yeah, yeah. I'm I'm always working somewhere. I mean. Like right now, I attend I bar a few nights a week at, at a quaint tavern in Bayonne called Massa's. Okay. Um, I, I make pies over at Stanky's Pizza in Westbridge. Uh, I'm, I'm a stable hand at the farm where my daughter keeps her horse. And it's, it's kind of cool. I just moved up from Manure Boy to Hay Man. The Hay Man. Okay. It's fun. I get to I get to spear hay bales with a pitchfork. <laughs> didn't you? Didn't you like just cash out? Well, you know, I'm like I'm like Jay Leno. There's this great comedian named Andy Kindler, and he does this joke where he imitates Jay Leno, and he goes, well, "You know, I only uh, I only spend my my stand up money. I never talk. I, I can't do the voice, but I, I I you're doing pretty good actually. I gotta say, okay, you, you know kind of let me keep going. Let me keep going. Uh, you know, I only uh, I, I never even dip into my my NBC money. I I, I live off the stand up money. And then Andy Kimmel has this joke that that goes uh, that. Um, that Jay has a car that only runs on... Oh, I, I, I've forgotten the joke already. How's it end? You must know. I can't remember. It only runs on... I can't remember. But it's a... He, yeah. A- Andy is not a big... on stand-up money. Is that what it is? I think it might be. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. i got to meet Andy Kindler someday. Oh, that'd be cool. That'd be great. Yeah. So, so you're... you're yeah, but so you're working these jobs. That's crazy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, but I, I got to. I got to, though. Uh, but, you know, the real reason I'm, I'm calling is this. Yeah. All right. So after Matt Pinfield, Eddie Trunk, and Teddy the Wonder Lizard, you are the most influential Jersey radio personality out there. Well, thank you, I guess. That's a, that's a little... Um... Yeah, that look, Matt Pinfield. I, I I like Matt. Matt Pinfield's great. Um, le, maybe less so on Eddie Trunk, but um, 
and Teddy the Wonder Lizard. Yeah, he's on uh, 92.3 Morning Zoo. Okay. Yeah, well, if, sure. Okay. Well, I, I appreciate the I I, re, I appreciate you ranking me high on the list. That's nice. Absolutely. And you, your best show is one of the most beloved shows in the history of the Garden State. And I got to say you, Mike, Pat, Dudio, and your buddy Josh from Super Drag really bring joy to a lot of people every week. So I just want to say that. Yeah, well, I'll, I'll pass it along to the crew. I'm sure they'll all love to know that. I know Pat is a huge fan of yours, and Josh is also a huge fan. Um, That's cool. Do, do you know if those guys need any any like lawn work done? If who does the guy the people in the crew? Yeah, yeah. Maybe. I'm, I mean, I'm sure. I don't. I don't think. I don't think so. I think. Uh, I mean, maybe. Maybe some. Some shoveling, I guess, would be more would be closer to like, you know. What's the best way to get my my resume to those guys or anyone else you know that might be Bruce? Bruce please, please uh, look. Painting or or some caulking. Look, uh, okay. Uh, uh, this is this is making me a little uncomfortable that you're. Uh, I get it. That's fine. That's fine. Well, getting back to you and the show, I gotta tell you, you know who turned me on to the show. Who's that? Clarence. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, he he was always quoting lines from the show like, get off my saxophone. And when people would ask what he was going to do when he was about to go practice, he'd say, reps, why? <laughs> oh, that's sweet. That, 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 that's very nice to hear. That's pretty cool. And... and you know, of, of course, Steve obviously has an axe to grind with you because of your young rascals bit. But, man, I can't tell you how many times John Landau has, has answered my phone calls with, with the $100 Dreamers pledge, you get your name on the screen in front of the stage next to Jim Morrison and Jimi Hendrix, and you'll receive the download of the show, the exclusive DVD and CD, and the audio interviews by myself and Dave Marsh. <laughs> oh, that is that is so flattering because uh, Bruce I just gotta say usually people call me and they say things along the lines of oh didn't you used to be in comedy and you know the, that I'm doing a show on an elementary school radio station that's usually that's what I'm used to hearing so it's nice to hear somebody say some positive things too Absolutely, absolutely. And while we're on that track, I, since you, from what I understand, you do have TV experience, um, I, I've got a favor to ask you. You've got a favor to ask me? Yes. Okay. Well, you know, I, I heard you say once that you're friends with Sal Volcano from Impractical Jokers. True. Yeah, he's been on the show before, and I'm friends with him, yeah. Oh, my God. As we all know, they announced the other day that that Joe is leaving Impractical Jokers. Yeah, yeah, he's he's leaving. I think he's got some personal stuff going on. Well, Tom? Yeah? I want I want to be the newest impractical joker. 
You oh, okay? Well, that just sounds insane. That I, I no offense, no offense, Bruce, but you 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 know your stature, and this is a, a show where it's based on like a, a level of just an anonymity, and you're probably the most recognizable person in the entire tri-state area. Well, no, I, well, what if I, I grew like an amusing mustache? Well, I don't know if that would be enough, honestly. Well, an amusing, if, what would an amusing mustache even be? I don't know, like a handlebar or like Tom Selleck or Keith Hernandez. Well, I mean that's probably a start, but um, I, I don't I don't know if that would be enough. What if I start with the the fun the, the fun mustache, and then maybe I have a a, a, a large hat of some sort, maybe a floppy hat or some glasses or a fun jumpsuit. Well, I mean, I like the idea that you want some fun some fun clothes. I think that would just be good anyway. For but I don't think that's enough. Okay, well, we can we can woodshed that later. I think I've got some surefire ideas for the show. Okay, like like what? Like I would love to hear this. Okay. These are ideas that you, Bruce Springsteen, have for impractical jokers. Yes, yeah. All right. So this first one takes place in an upscale ho- hotel where they you know they have big wedding receptions all the time, and. I'm the maintenance guy at the hotel, so I wear, you know, the full outfit, I got the tool belt on and stuff, and just before it's time for a group of people to take their wedding pictures, this big lamp at the photo area burns out. So I, I go and check it out, make a big production of checking it out, and I announce that there's a problem with the outlet, and that if they want light for these photos, I need to hold the plug in the outlet the whole time. Okay. But I can only access that outlet when I'm crouched down with my back to the camera. So every time a new group comes in to have their wedding photos taken, I'm in the background of the picture holding the plug in the wall, all the while displaying the most disturbing, flagrant plumber's butt anyone's ever seen. <laughs> oh, that's, that's, sure. No, okay, I got, I got you. That's, that's, yeah. They need light, but I'm, I'm ruining the pictures by providing that light. Mm-hmm. And yeah, no, I, I think it's, okay, I, I like it. By the light during it, you know, but I, I don't, I, I don't own that song anymore, so I'll have to get permission, I guess. Sure. Well, I would hope they'd make some sort of dispensation for you for certain, uh, certain songs. All right, well, I, I got this other idea, too, okay? Okay. All right, so I work at a fast food place. And yeah. When, whenever someone orders a cheeseburger, I, I, I tell them we're out of cheese. We can only do hamburgers today. And, and then if someone orders a hamburger, I, I, I tell them that the hamburgers already have cheese on them and that we can't do them without cheese. I just think that would be so confusing and cause a lot of laughter. That people try to order, uh, 
cheeseburger and they can't get cheese. They can only get a hamburger, but people who want a hamburger can only get a cheeseburger. <laughs> yeah. And I, I, I do the same thing for Coke and diet Coke. And of course, Sprite and diet Sprite. Sure. No, I, I can see how that would work. You don't like that. You don't like no, that. It's, I get it. I get, it. I think it's it. That's that. It, I guess there's something there. Oh, okay. Well, here's, here's the big gun. All right. Well, uh, this one takes place at a factory. Yeah. And I I dress up pretending to be the boss, which is which is funny because sometimes people call me the boss, and I I don't know why they just do. But um, so anyway, I I tell the workers at the factory that there ain't no more work on account of the economy. Mm-hmm. The worker the workers freak out, but then. I reveal myself to be myself, Bruce Springsteen, and I go on and play a four-hour concert for everybody at the factory. Well, that's a that's a fun, nice one. It's not exactly what would happen on Impractical Jokers. Maybe I don't I don't know if that's a, if that's a perfect fit. But I see this. I get the spirit of these. It's too much of a reveal, though, right? Well. I guess it's a fun way to end it, you know. I, I'm not. I'm not sure, Bruce. That's true. That's true. I'll tell you the one thing I am worried about is is being starstruck when I meet Murr and Sal and Q. Uh huh. You that that you that you uh you you think you'd be a starstruck? Literally, you think that would get in the way of you being able to do this? Oh my God! Yeah, you know. I, I just don't want to make a, a, a fool of myself, you know? Like, sometimes you do that around famous people. Like, for instance, I called Patty Smith the other day to wish her a happy birthday. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we, we hadn't spoken in, in, in a long time. And anyway, we were catching up, and, oh, man, she told me this story that sounded completely made up, but it turns out it's unfathomably true. You got a minute? Yeah. Um, sure. I don't, I have a bad feeling about this, but yeah, I'd love to hear this story. Okay. Well, so I guess this is like seven or eight years ago. She, she's playing the Fillmore out in San Francisco. San Francisco. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah. And she's staying at this hotel in, uh, Japantown. And so, you know, she gets on the elevator and just before the door closes, this, um, I'll use her words for this description. This half Sasquatch part party machine gets on. And she said he wasn't in that elevator for more than two seconds before he pulls this giant turkey leg out from under his fetid trench coat. And, and then just like Dan Aykroyd in trading places, he starts chomping on it, like just chomping, you know, just like really tearing into this turkey leg. Mm -hmm. you know, of course, she's terrified that this mutant is gonna is gonna kill her or maim her or something, right there and then. So she backs up, you know, as far as as she can go. But this monster lunges at her, and he he's he he's grunting something. You know, he's, he's his haunches are just like pumping. He's grunting like a wildebeest crossed with a rabid Quasimodo or something. And she's she said every time he grunted this thick green mist came out of his mouth and it smelled like wet dirt bike exhaust. Well, this, yeah, yeah this I under, okay. I, I, 
So that's what she told you that story. Okay. Well, to pick up, I'm not even done the story yet. So, oh, okay. Yeah, she, she couldn't understand him at all. But then after like five times, she realizes that he's asking if she'd ever seen the band Humble Pie. Uh-huh. And so she goes, you know, they were a little bit before my time. And that apparently causes him to lose it even further. Like he's out of control at this point and he starts beating her with the huge turkey leg. And, and then thankfully that the elevator opened up and she ran off. They, they never did find the, the this depraved monster. And Lenny said he, he thought he saw it hulking around the dumpster later that night behind the hotel, but it turned out to be an old rolled up carpet with some trash bags stuck to it. So that's that. So I don't want to, I don't want to, you know, embarrass myself like that, I guess. No, that's a tricky one that you don't want to really, um, you don't want to do that. That would really, whoever, whoever would do something like that, boy, I don't even know what to say about them, huh? Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, I think they're pretty hopeless at that point. They should probably just be barged or something. Yeah, yeah, I don't know who that was, but I, I hope they get caught someday. I, I do, too. You know, I re- mm-hmm. you know oh. it's just a, it's, well, yeah. Well, Bruce, I, I got to oh, say, no. what's that? Oh, no. What's wrong, Bruce? Well, I guess what they say about the best show being the favorite podcast of America's most tyrannical bosses is true. Why is that? Well, you know, in addition to the other jobs I mentioned, I, I just started working on the night shift cleaning crew at Consolidated Cardboard in Newbridge. Yeah. I'll tell you, man, the guy that owns this place is a real hard ass. His name is Phineas Y. Dalrymple. Okay. Yeah. This guy, this guy is so old. He fought at Gettysburg. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I'm not even lying. I, you know, I was cleaning out his desk and I saw a lot of crazy stuff in there that I won't mention, but I saw some correspondence, some correspondence in the desk where he refers to General Grant as son. That's strange. It's okay. Son. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, see, I'm, he's, he's pretty old. Anyway, old man Dalrymple must have been listening to the best show and heard me talking about all the other jobs I have. I'm not supposed to have other jobs. And he just pulled up to the break room in his go-kart slash oxygen tent. Okay. Oh, man, he's livid, Tom. He's really livid. He's going to be He's mad at you? Yeah, he's he's maneuvering that, that tent cart into the break room at the slowest speed I've ever seen anything move. Uh-huh. Hang on, hang on. I got to wait till he gets in here. Uh, I'll have to come to him, I guess. He's, he's kind of stuck, I think. Hang on. Yes, what's that, Mr. Dalrymple? I'm sorry, I, I, I can't hear you. What's that? You want me to? You want me to lean in? Okay. I. 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 I, can't, I still can hear. You. Okay. I'll lean in further. Okay. 
All right. Ow! Ow, Mr. Dalrymple, no. Ow! Ow, Tom, he's really slapping me. He, he can barely push the, the, uh, the, the, uh, the gas pedal on this thing, but oh my god, all the power just must be in his, his tiny, withered hands. Oh my god. Oh! You okay? Oh! No, I'm in, I'm in tremendous pain. This is Bruce. This hurts more. This hurts more than when I, I yelled at Roy for playing on that Dire Straits album, and he punched me in the stomach eight times. Oh, I gotta go. All right, thanks a lot, Tom. Okay, well, thank you, Bruce. Call back sometime soon. Oh, oh, Bruce. Oh, oh! I had to run outside of the factory. Are you okay? Uh, yeah, but he really got a good shot at my haunches. Oh, oh man, I gotta go, Tom. I appreciate all you've oh, you've done for New Jersey and and the Quinn cities, and I just want you to know that, okay? Thank you, thank you, Bruce. And no. I appreciate everything you've done. Mister Dalrymple, no. Bruce. Wow. Okay. Old man Dalrymple beating up Bruce Springsteen. Oh, that's that's some uncharted territory. Guess that's a good way to start 2022, huh? Something we never heard before. Can you, can you throw me another call there, Pant? You got it. I also want to say. Uh, I also want to say uh, happy birthday to my friend, uh, Kurt, you know, Kurt, right? Kurt, we heard him. We heard him at the beginning of the show. I didn't even back announce it. Oh my goodness. What am I doing? We played Kurt Vile at the start of the show, right? Didn't we play it? Didn't we play Kurt Vile? Am I, am I crazy? We played life's a beach from so out of reach. On Matador. Happy birthday to Kurt Vile. Good guy, good guy. Some other other birthdays. Who's also got a birthday? Our friend Sarah has a birthday. Uh, a famous uh, horror actor. Uh, yeah, we'll talk more about that. Well, yeah, I gotta. Sarah's got movies. We'll, pl- we'll start plugging some Sarah movies. And Michael. who else? Somebody else had a birthday. Allison uh, Crutchfeld has a birthday, right? Is it Allison's birthday today? Is that correct? Allison and Katie Crutchfield, they're twins. Wait, both of their birthdays are on the same day. They're Hold twins. on a second. How's that possible? What are the odds of two sisters? Having the same birthday, same year, same year, same year. That's un, that's unprecedented. I'll throw, I'll throw me another call, Pat. You got please. it. Hello, Bashow. Hi. Hi. To whom am I speaking? Uh, this is Jim in Maine. Jim in Maine. What's up, Jim? Well, um, 
it doesn't quite match the topic, but it's topical. So I was hoping I could uh, run something by you. I just tweeted uh, the Best Show account. Um, okay. My grandmother would have been 98 today. She died in one of Andrew Cuomo's uh, nursing homes last year. But she had a correspondence with Betty White in the 80s at the height of her golden girl powers. And uh, Betty White in 1987 stiffed her on a charitable donation. But the rub is is that uh, my grandmother proudly displayed the letters uh, that she wrote uh, even though she, uh, she stiffed her. So wait, so Betty White, who passed away four days ago, this is right. So this is the, this is clearly the time to do this is what you're saying. You and your, right. I mean, I was, I was going to bring it up for the hundredth. Uh, you know, I mean, I feel we should do both sides here, both sides. And I know she's universally adored and my grandmother is included in that group, but I figured I'd bring it up. Yeah, yeah, your timing leaves something to be desired. <laughs> I agree, um, but it's all in good fun. I mean, I still think she's a national treasure as well. The but, thing is, uh, I don't. You don't think so? I think she was an amazing, look, maybe she was. I don't know. I just have a hard time when it's, when, when we all deal in absolutes, I have a hard time. She was a, she's an amazing actor. She's very funny. She worked a lot and she kept going. It's a very, it's an admirable, it's an impressive life an admirable uh, filled with, uh, I mean, yeah, look, okay. Maybe she is a national treasure then. You know what? Maybe she, maybe that's what a national treasure is. Well, so, yeah. the, uh, the, the short version, I can give it to you real quick. So you're, so you, you, this is the time that you and your family decided it's time to air some dirty laundry about a 99-year-old a uh, uh, woman who passed away four days ago, that that's when you and your family, that's when you say, let's get out the, let's get the knives out, and it's time to, it's time to do some cutting. <laughs> right? My family has nothing to do with this. This is all me. It's all you. Okay. Even, even worse. <laughs> so what happened? So what happened was my grandmother lived uh, down in Florida and she was a, uh, a sidewalk artist basically okay. in one of these outdoor malls. Uh-huh. She would, uh, paint people's pets and kids and things like that. So she had a mutual friend with Betty, which is this woman that ran some uh, um, uh, shelter or animal charity. And so uh, unsolicited, my grandmother sent a couple of drawings of Betty's dogs that she saw in a magazine or something. And so Betty uh, sent a letter back basically saying, thank you so much for these beautiful paintings. And um, I, the woman, their mutual acquaintance, um, mentioned that you were donating uh, some of your profits to uh, her charity. And Betty said, I will match you dollar for dollar. And what it was was my, my grandmother self-published a book about being a sidewalk artist. And so... She agreed, and, it, it, and my grandmother didn't even ask. This was unsolicited. She, she said she would match dollar for dollar the uh, book sales, um, uh, dollar for each book. So uh, that got written up in the local Sarasota newspaper, and my grandmother was extremely proud. And then a couple months later, Betty sent a follow-up letter 
and this is probably year two or three of Golden Girls, and Betty said, I agreed to donate, um, you know, a match you a dollar for dollar, and I'm told that that number is $832, uh, but my business manager has told me that I can't spend any more money, so I'm sending you a check for $300. So because she she didn't because she 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 didn't cough up an the full eight thirty two she coughed up only three hundred, right? So you and your grandmother got your got your uh, uh, your uh, under underwear in a bunch because uh, Betty White sent five hundred dollars less than she in, implied she would send. Not at all. My grandmother was but still sent, but she still sent three hundred dollars. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Well. But I mean, I just think you know, it's not like this is Betty White down and out. This is Betty White in year three of the Golden Girls, height of her powers. All right. Yeah, but who knows what's going on in her house, money wise? I don't know. Look, odds are she's got a she had a mountain of money. If I had to guess, but I also don't know. I don't know what was going on. Well, you and your grandmother, boy, you you two, uh, you you two, you two got your, you two, you got your, got your, your jollies, huh? Not, not grandma. She was, she, uh, she loved Betty till the day she died. This is all uh-huh. me. So even your grandmother wasn't hung up on this. Only you are. I I think it is amazing. I love it, uh, and. Uh, we're still going over the estate, but the only personal artifact I want from her estate is that framed, uh, those framed letters. I love it. So you want the letters from Betty White? So Betty White, oh, look, I, I don't know what year. Is this really? Is this really where? Is this really where you want to make your your name on this? Nah, I, no, not really. I just thought it was fun, entertaining. I don't know. I got to say, you might want to, you got your timing, uh, leaves something to be desired. That's not the first time I've heard that. Well, how, what are you doing with charity chief? Well, what's your, what's your score? What's your, what, what kind of score are you putting together here? Um, I don't know. I, I think, uh, if we were to, pr- uh, prorate this, then I think I'm doing okay. Well, well tell me what's the last charity you gave to. Hot shot. Uh, last one was uh, Grace House, which is a, uh, a local charity in Portland, Maine, uh, mm-hmm. that helps um, women uh, who are overcoming addiction. Okay. Good. And when was that donation? When? Yeah. Uh, December. Okay. That's very nice. That's very thoughtful. I just yeah. want to honor you for your uh, for your achievements. Look. Something about this is uh, making me a little uneasy. I don't know what to tell you, buddy. I was, I was planning on calling before she died, uh, you know, as part of the 100th mm-hmm. birthday thing. I thought it was funny, but uh, yeah, maybe my timing's a little off. And, and you're sick. It's, it's sick. I got to say, it's sick what you're doing. It's a sickness. Well, Tom, and I, and I, unlike, unlike drowning pool, I ain't down with this sickness. I am a first-time caller after listening for the past uh, 12 years, and to have you call me sick is truly an honor. Okay, well, you listen to this, Chief. 
What's the name is Grace House? Yeah. You send me the information for Grace House. I'm going to make a donation to Grace House in your name and in Betty White's name to get you to knock it off. Okay. Will do. Send me the info. Seriously, send me the info. That's really deep. Send me the info, you sicko. I will. You demented, you demented, uh, you, a wackadoodle. I'm sorry to use such harsh terms like demented wackadoodle. Nope. I apologize. That's okay. I mean, listen, you, you call yourself a rat bastard. Um, I think, I think it's only fair. And look, thank you for bringing that up. But what's your name again? Jim. 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 Thank you for bringing this up. Cause, cause you know what? I started this. I, 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 I talked about last year on the best show. I gave myself a report card grade. Do you, did you hear what it was? The report card grade? I, you gave everybody else a grade. I can't remember. Did you give yourself an F? I gave I, myself an F. I get an F. I felt like it was shocking. Yeah. yeah. I get an F. I got an F last year. Self-imposed. Who else? Everybody else got what? What, what grade did you get, Pat? A minus. Everyone got it was an A. Everyone got an A minus. I got an F. I did. I didn't get a. Well, you weren't here. I can't. I I didn't get one. (laughs) Come when we do the show, and you'll get a grade. I don't want to tell you that when you can hold on a grade. And I did. And I did hold on it. And I'm about to give it to you now. No, no, you you didn't hold on it. He didn't listen to last week's show. You gave him an A minus. Oh my God, Pat. This yeah, is the best. <laughs> oh, I love it. <laughs> I didn't get one. You did get one. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> They're fighting. <laughs> but look, I got an F. I don't agree with that. Well, I got some, that's a grade. You, uh, do you agree with your A minus? No, I'll agree with it. You agree with the A minus? Yeah, I'll go with it. I mean, are you mad it's not an A plus? I could just go solid A. It doesn't have to no, be. The minus keeps us hungry. Keeps us humble. Okay, exactly. It keeps us humble and hungry. Some would say it keeps us hungry. Some others say it keeps us humble. But look, you got an A minus. Mike got an A minus. Pat got an A minus. I got an F for last year. And you know what that F stands for? Flop. I could have done better. I should have done better. And now that it's 2022, I will do better. And I'm shaking it all off. And I've shifted just like my friend Jim said here. And Jim, what would you give me as a report card grade for last year? If you had to, if you think an F is off base. I'm not. I mean, I don't. You would be the first best-selling author from the New York Times to give yourself an F. I'm certain of it. I, well, would, I don't think it was a New York. I think it was a national best-selling author, uh, not New York Times best-selling okay. author. My apologies. I no, no, that's fine. That's fine. My 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 book sales didn't uh, align with the, the with their algorithms apparently, and it also clearly didn't align with the algorithms of uh, of best of lists uh, for best comedy book and things. I guess it wasn't funny enough. I guess I should have fit a uh, uh, fifty laughs on every page, not just the forty five laughs I had on every page. 
but that's neither here nor there. Mm-hmm. So you'd give me what now, Jim? An A. An A? Not an A minus? Uh, What do you think about the A minuses for the staff? There's no way. I mean, you added uh, double thread. I know that was two years ago, but adding double thread in there. uh, I'm not interested. Look, double threat is its own thing. I'm talking best show. F. And look. Should I have given this? Is, is me giving the staff an A minus my Goodreads uh, three stars that Mike gave me? Maybe. Maybe four. it is. Four stars. Mike gave me four stars on Goodreads. But I, I, I gave you five. You gave me five. No, and I appreciate that, Jason. Jason, you get an A, a straight A. Thank you, Tom. Okay. Mike? Feels good. Yeah. Mike, you get yeah. an A also. Oh, thank you. Pat. Pat. Well, it looks like we're out of time for grades. Pat. Yes. A plus. Ah, oh, come <laughs> on. <laughs> does anybody sound more? Does anybody sound truly wear their heart on their sleeves more? than Dudio with these moments. <laughs> I don't think so. Oh my God. He's like the, he's, he's like, and again, now look. A plus for Pat. <laughs> you know why Pat gets an A plus? Why is that? I'm giving him, I'm giving him the plus because of all the traveling he did during COVID for best show. I agree with that. So there you go. I'm I honoring that. that. I'm honoring that, and he gets an A+. Plus. It's fair. It's fair. Thank you. Pat did so much travel. There was one week where Pat literally was like, hey, guys, I'm running a little late. It's like, well, what's what's going on? He's like, yeah, oh, I God. fell. I fell off my bike. It's like, what do you do? And he was like, I'm so sorry. It's like, oh, my God, are you okay? And he's like, no, I'm fine. I just didn't want to be late. Yeah. I'm, walk- gets him an a. I'm walking yeah. the bike to the studio. Yeah. That's what gets him the A plus. That's an A plus move. Yeah. That's what gets him the A plus. Thanks. Of course, of course, Pat. Of course. Jim, thanks for calling. Yeah. Hang up on Jim. Thank you, Tom. I got enough of Jim and his weird. I like Jim. Jim. I like that? Jim. Yeah, you I like, like yeah, Jim. Of course yeah. you do. Of course yeah. you do. You, like you didn't style. know where it was going to go. You know, he had easy. He was sort of, sort of holding back that sort of glee. Yeah. You know, he, he, he really wanted to bust yeah. out laughing. He really wanted to drag Betty yeah. White. He couldn't wait. <laughs> I thought he was uh, getting ready to hop into a story about Desmond Tutu. Yeah. Uh-huh. And look, there's a letter. He, he just put on, on Twitter the, uh, the letter. I got to say, look, I'm on Betty White's side again now that I look at the letter. <laughs> I am too. Betty I White's read it. thoughtful yeah. enough to write this letter saying, I only wish I could match the entire $832, but my business manager has been having a fit. Look, Betty White might have been insane and been overextending herself for, with all sorts of things. Maybe it was like a, maybe Betty White was also buying people cars or something. We don't know. <laughs> and her business manager might have been flipping out saying, you got to tighten it up here, Betty. So she sent 300 bucks. Easiest thing in the world would have been for her to just ignore the whole thing. What year was that? 87. 
That's 387 is a lot. Jason. That's a good chunk. You ain't going to get no argument from me on this yeah. one. But you get a, you'll clearly get it from Jim. Jim. Jim and his family did not like Betty White. You got to admit the timing is a little odd on this. <laughs> but anyway, it's not not even in the ground yet, and this guy's yeah. and this this guy this guy's dragging out dirty laundry from forty five years ago. I, I can practically hear her estate getting the invoice for the five hundred and whatever dollars. Yeah, I'm going to donate five hundred thirty two dollars in honor of Betty White to. Uh, why am I doing this? Why am I filming this? <laughs> you should have to do this. <laughs> you know why I am? Because it's the way you start 2022. Uh-huh. That's the way. That's the way a, a rat bastard started. And, 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 you missed the Woodio. It's Woodio now, not Dudio, because you're on Hollywood. Yes. Um. My nickname for the year is Rat Bastard. Because it's time. No, I like it. Time to get down and dirty. It's time for it to be, uh, we're in John Wick 4 territory now, down in the sewers. Fighting it out. Not high and mighty. I see these other podcasts, these other networks. They got it all figured out. They got everything. You go over to Earwolf. They got a a coffee maker. Oh, you, you, you get some beer on tap. Oh, here, you want a cold brew? Yeah, not me, man. This thing's held together with tape. Now we're getting it done, though. We're getting it done. We ain't got Earwolf money or Maximum Fun money. Or this other guy, Joe Rogan. What's going on there? How did this happen? How did Joe Rogan happen? How did this guy become our uh, basically our de facto president? <laughs> Nobody go that far. Well, this guy from says, eating come. from He's from good. eating bugs to that, I yeah. mean, it is quite of a, a, an amazing yeah. journey. He's made. Yeah, this this guy says jump, and you know what his listeners say? I I, I can't jump because I um it's not a leg day. <laughs> <laughs> They say it's a, I'm, I'm working on my quads and delts today. Tomorrow I'll jump because tomorrow's a leg day. Now, where'd my human growth hormone go? They get in the, this is Joe Rogan gets in these uh, sensory deprivation tanks, locks himself in. It fills a, it's, it's a mixture of human growth hormone and uh, DMT in the wall and the and water. And he's floating in that. And then he gets out. He starts talking about uh, COVID. He's an expert. Yeah, this guy's a this guy. Uh, MD. This guy, this guy basically, basically, Joe Rogan is like if a a Fast and the Furious Blu-ray got hit by lightning and came to life. <laughs> I still say uh, he looks like an over overripe grape. He looks like an overripe grape. <laughs> no, and this he looks this like he's gonna thing. burst. Doesn't this he? look. Look, Just I'm gonna falling burst apart. and the juices are going to come out. Anybody want to talk about me? Hold on. Anybody want to talk about my? I know what I look like. I'm falling apart. Uh-huh. It's a mess over here. <laughs> it's not, I feel like that melted dog in the uh, John Carpenter's The Thing half the time. Mm-hmm. I was looking in the mirror 
right? And I was I was looking in the mirror, saying, "Who's playing John Carpenter's The Thing in my in my bathroom mirror?" <laughs> because there's a melted dog in it. <laughs> <laughs> And it was me. The mirror. I, I, th- I thought I was going to get my comeuppance uh, on New Year's Eve. There's this regular guy I see in there. You know, we're friendly. Uh, although the last time I spoke to him, you know, we we're talking about music. And he says he doesn't like Motown. I'm like, what? What sort of human being are you? You know? Mm-hmm. But anyway, he comes up to me New Year's Eve. He's like, you know, we have a lot in common. I'm like, oh no, here we no, go. No, that's a, here we got a lot in common. That's that's a that's, <laughs> here a, that's we go. a terror. There's like you and me. It's like this villain saying movies when they're in you and me. So I'm I'm, so I'm, I'm getting ready for it. You know, like he's really going to give me something that's going to lay me yeah. low. You know, mm-hmm. and then he comes out with, we both like to come and go as we please. <laughs> we both like to come what? and go as we please. <laughs> yes, we please. Yeah. You and me, we're not too different, Mike. Yeah. We both like to come and go as we please. Yeah. I mean, I I thought I was going to get something harsh, you know, like. Yeah. We're both alcoholics. <laughs> I think I would have got a good laugh over that one. But, that would have uh, been no. better than what he said, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm still trying to figure out what that means. It creeps What me am I out. presenting to the world? Mm-hmm. How am I presenting myself to the world that that's right, so the impression? Look, I'm, so look, you didn't get it from this guy. I got Joe Rogan. I know people are going to be like, oh, he's all ripped to look at you. You look like a melted dog from John Carpenter's thing. <laughs> I don't care. I know that. But I'm also not going around talking about uh, working out for six hours a day like this guy. Guy looks like, guy looks like a like he looks like a snowman where they, they made them. They didn't put the middle part in it. <laughs> There's a little head. <laughs> yeah, that's a working out. Get you? I, I'm not, I'm not doing that. I don't get to do work out for six hours and take a. This it, guy's taking a creatine shower every day. Yeah, but but he's a, he's a, he's as dumb as the day is long this guy and you ever hear him talk and he talks very what he does is he talks like this and it makes him seem like he knows what he's talking about because he talks in a voice like this but the reality is he doesn't anybody can talk in that voice Makes you sound like an authority. Whatever. But he's up at the top of the pit. Who am I? I'm a, I'm a lowly rat. A lowly rat bastard. Down in the sewer. Like old Ratatouille himself. I'm a rat bastard. I'm not even Ratatouille. Ratatouille at least went to good restaurants. I mean, I'm eating at Panda Express. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a rat that lives near a Panda Express. And not even one of these conventional Panda Express. Panda Express innovations where they test the new stuff out. Yeah, but that means I'm looking up. I'm that rat, that lowly rat looking up through the sewer grate. 
watching all the fancy people walk by with their A's and their A pluses, their grades, but I'm down in the sewer with an F. It's time. It's time to work. It's time for me to pull it back together and make the, I got to make the show great. One more run, baby. That's all I'm asking for. One more good run. I got one more good run in me. I got to do it. And that's why I did this walking. I did this walking thing where I walked 1 million steps. Sure. Did I do, did I go do uh, creatine? No, I didn't do creatine. I wasn't pouring human growth hormone uh, uh, on my uh, my head. But I set this goal October 1st. I was like, I said to myself, well, I can walk one million steps and I can walk one million more. No, I said I wanted to do something to prove to myself. To kind of set some goals in terms of consistency and and just... Just, just showing myself I could I could pull something together, something to prove to myself. For endurance, consistency, focus, I needed to prove it. I needed to prove it to myself. Not to anybody else, just to myself. If anybody else got anything from it, God bless you. God bless you. I was doing it for myself. And this million steps, I started immediately. I had 90 days to do it. Well, 92 days. Immediately, I fell behind. Like, like hugely behind. First two and a half weeks, yikes. I was behind. But then there was a moment where I'm like, if I stick with it and I rally and I over, 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 uh, uh, accomplish here, I can get the number back even to a manageable number again. And I did, I got it back to, I I was walking, uh, walking a lot and I got the balance back to where I didn't have to, uh, walk eight miles a day like I was for a stretch trying to catch back up. But it caught back up. And on New Year's Eve, I hit the goal. I'd like to honor my pledge, Tom. No, Mike sent me a thing. And this is another thing. Mike said he wants to donate some money because he the, the the best show staff got thrown a little bone. And Mike's like, I want to give half of mine to a charity. Mike, it's very kind of you. You get an extra 50 points. Thank you. You do whatever you want, Mike. That's your business. I think it's very, I think it's very sweet. But whatever you want to do, Mike, God bless you. Very thoughtful. But I did this. I kind of did it for myself because I just I want to I want to do stuff in 2022. We talk about New Year's resolutions. We talk about doing things. That's what I want to do in 2022. I got I got some big things I want to do. I don't want to talk about them yet because 
when you talk about stuff too much before you did it, you don't need to do it because you talked about it, right? You talked yourself through it. I want to do something. I want to do some big things. And I needed to just kind of prove a little something to myself. So that's why I did it. Yeah. So that's, that's it. And I'm going to do other things like that. So I got my F for the year for best show an F, but I'll, uh, certainly not getting an F next. Uh, when we look back at the end of the 12 months from now, ain't going to be no F then. Now is go time is go time, baby. The rat bastard rise of the rat bastard. Look out. And when you tweet at me, you got to just say, you did it, you rat bastard. You're doing it, you rat bastard. And rat bastard is rat. Second word, B-A-S-T-I-D. And look, like I said, I did the book last year. It was amazing. It was an amazing experience with that book. It never ends. Still in stores. Then I had a full-time job, did the book. Look, in a perfect world, I would have just done the book or I would have just done the full-time job or I would have just worked on some of the other things, but I did all of them at once and that's okay. It was just a busy year, but I, I got a, yeah, I got a, your, your, your guy's got to put some points on the board for himself. Mike. Yeah, you were you earned yourself. Uh, I was going to play some music, but I figure you take the floor, Mike. You talk. That's it's yours. You and Pat can talk. Jason's still here, right? I'll be right back. So, how'd you guys spend uh, New Year's Eve? Hello. <laughs> Is there anybody there? Pat? Hey, sorry, Mike. I'm I am I'm uh putting a, a special guest on hold. Oh, okay. I'm on the I'm on the phone. Is Jason not answering? I don't hear Jason either. Oh no. Did Tom ask us to fill time? Yeah. <laughs> oh god. All right. <laughs> hang, hang on. All right. Uh, give out the phone number, Mike. Hold on. <laughs> what is the phone number? 201-332-3484. I think you got it. <laughs> I'm back. So did you do anything special on New Year's Eve? No, we were, um, we were in bed by, uh, nine, um, 10 o'clock. And then, yeah. <laughs> and then, um, it's, it's Brooklyn. So the fireworks, um, just random street fireworks. And then they, so you did it for New Year's? Yeah. And I wasn't expecting, I mean, it used to be a thing, you know, years ago. Yeah. And even in central Jersey, my mother brought it down from Bayonne, but you know, she got some neighbors involved and they would all do it. Uh, so I did it just to, uh, honor the tradition and, uh, I didn't expect to see anybody, but then somebody, uh, in the house next to us dashed out, started banging a pot. They didn't last very long. All right. 
But, you know, at least they maybe they heard my pot. And they they felt like, you know, go out there. Yeah. But fireworks. Right, I'm back. Right, enough of this pot <laughs> banging. What was the fire? What was the fireworks like in uh, L.A.? No, they're insane. They're everywhere. Yeah. Oh, everywhere they were insane. Yeah. Fireworks off. Look, yeah. people, people in L.A. shoot fireworks off if the Lakers win uh, a <laughs> game yeah. on a on a Tuesday night. They fire yeah. fireworks off. Fireworks are out of control. Yeah. No, they, they people got their fireworks. They got their they people love their fireworks as much as they understand fireworks as much as they don't understand the fast lane <laughs> on the highway. <laughs> okay. So this is what I says to you now. Pat, give me another call, please. Sure. We have a special guest and we also have a couple people who give me uh, people who've been on hold for a while. Yeah. We'll talk to them. Hello, Best Show. Who's this now? Uh, hi, sorry. This is Liz from Vancouver-ish. <laughs> Liz from Vancouver-ish. What's up, Liz? Yeah. I'm around online. Uh, well, Happy New Year, you rat bastard. Look at that. See, that's how it starts. Thank you, Liz. I appreciate that. How are How are you? Happy New Year to you. I'm good. It's it's weird, right? Because it's hard to plan right now, but it's hard. kind of exciting. We're we're on the brink of something new. It's hard to plan anything right now because <laughs> you don't know what's going to happen with anything. Well, Liz, what, are, what what what's a goal that you have for 2022, Liz? That's the thing. I know I want to get moving around a lot more. Okay. I felt like I wasn't like, I really enjoyed hiking in the summer and then I kind of burned out in the fall mm-hmm. and I really became a homebody and okay. I really liked going out and being with trees and stuff. I thought that was nice. So mm-hmm. I, I think I want to make that more of a priority. Getting out and like when you got, will you like to hoof it? Where you like to go through the woods? Where are you walking? Did we lose okay. you? Uh, oh. um. <laughs> where do you like to walk? Where, 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 where do you like to, you put, you put on your, your, your camp, camp gear and, and hoof it in the woods? Yeah, here and there. Like I'm lucky because we're real close to a bunch of mountains. Okay. So, and my a family friend of ours has a Bernese mountain dog, so she'll take me for hikes with the dog. And that's, like, such a joy. <laughs> Wait, what kind of dog? Bernese mountain dog. She's, like, a big... Um, she's a gorgeous thing. She's she's big and uh, pretty. <laughs> oh, that's a, that's a nice-looking dog. That looks like, uh, looks like uh, Beethoven, almost. Right? From the movies, it's like a Beethoven styled, like a big goofball. Oh my God. And she's so snuggly and cute. She's like, she's four years old. Her name's Katie. And oh, that's a good I dog name. Katie. Never, I, I get to take her for a walk once a week. Okay. And I will just take her to my backyard and we will just like play in the yard. And she's the gentlest thing I've ever met. Like she'll just kind of gum at my hand because she's so excited to see me. Mm-hmm. To like hold on to me. 
Oh, that's amazing. And, this and is... she'll try to sit in my lap, even though she's 85 pounds. And I'm lucky because I can let her because I'm, uh, mm-hmm. I'm dry enough. <laughs> mm-hmm. So it's, it's a, it's a, it's a, yeah, it's a real joy. No, um, that's amazing. You, yeah, you, I uh, said a little more. so you and, and, and Katie, the Bur- Burmese mountain dog, like to hoof it in the woods. Oh yeah. It's the best. Yeah. And like, sometimes it'll be like foggy and crazy. Like they filmed all the, like the, like early two, like early 2010s, like teen movies in the forest here. Cause everything's really gloomy. Okay. Like Twilight which ones? Here and Harry Potter here. The Twilight movies shot in the woods out there. Yeah, and Harry Potter too. And so when it gets really gloomy and pretty, mm-hmm. I can see why people like it. <laughs> yeah, no, and it, 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 does it make you all? Um, do does it does it affect your mood? How do you overcome that mood, though? I kind of it's 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 interesting, right? Because I guess we don't have that same like blue filter they put over the lenses, so it's like green and lush and gorgeous. Okay. Even when it's gray. Sure. I still think it's really like, cause it's, it's so unique here. Like it, it, it's like New Zealand has this too, but like everything's green cause everything's covered in moss. Mm -hmm. So all the boulders and everything, it's, it's super mossy and just really like, oh my gosh, it snowed today. And it's always zero degrees here when it snows. It's like, it's never dry snow. Everything's wet. But it's your zero degrees, zero degrees Celsius, oh, yeah. Yeah. which, which is what, like, which is like 40 degrees, 30, 35 degrees. Um, whatever, whatever the freezing point of water is. Yeah. So like 30 to 32 around there. Right. Yeah. So that's, look, it makes more sense that it would be zero. Why wouldn't zero be the, the, the I don't like Fahrenheit Liz. Even though they call me Mr. Fahrenheit, I don't like it. <laughs> Someone told me to like think of it as a percentage. Mm-hmm. There's like there's like fifty percent temperature, but then I was like, ah, I don't know, because I think sometimes eighty's like really hot, but mm-hmm. I don't know. It's eighty. I don't know. It's it's hard for me to gauge. I never paid enough attention, but. Uh, my, one of my best friends lives in Indiana and I've got her, her weather on in Celsius, so I can understand it. <laughs> okay. So you, cause that, that helps you uh, to interpret it, to translate it. Yeah. So be able to keep tabs on each other. So you want to walk a lot more in 2022? Yeah. What else do you want to do? I mean, that's the, that's the thing. I, I, I've really enjoyed spending time with my grandma this year. So I kind of, I mean, I definitely want to spend more time with her. Um, Mm -hmm. But I'm also realizing, like, I was feeling pretty down. And my family was being pretty supportive for me to kind of take some time and figure stuff out. And then it made good sense for me to kind of support my grandma. That's nice. I've also kind of got the, like, now that I've, got moving I'm kind of I could get a job or something but at the Mm -hmm. same time my boyfriend just got sick from his work like today well you'll get look he'll (laughs) he'll get better yeah that's the thing so it's hard for me to decide if I should like go back in like get back out there or should I go back to the 
she lives on the island and have a very quiet life. So it's things are very up in the air. <laughs> yeah. Well, then you just take it. You take it as it comes. You know, you just take it as it comes. You don't sweat it too much. You'll be out there eating. What's Vancouver pizza like? Because Toronto pizza is disgusting. Vancouver pizza is okay. It's like. Have you ever had old-fashioned USA pizza? Like a couple times, but I was young. So, but I remember, I remember, um. When my family went to Florida, it was a really big deal. I really liked the pizza at Universal Studios. Uh huh. Excited. And what was that like, Minions Pizza or something? It was just. I think this was like this was like ten. This was like thirteen years ago. Okay. It was yeah. (laughs) Well, it was was something, but it was. uh, (laughs) You might need to try what. There. What's the what's the, what's your what cities have you been to in the United States of America? I've been to I've been to I've I've been to like like Washington State. Most we did the Oregon coast. Um, I've been to Los Angeles. I've been to New York when I was ten. Mm-hmm. <laughs> New Jersey for a day when I was ten. Um, I think it might be time. It might be time for you to make a big return to the United States. Yeah. I think I have some real pizza. I went, I went to Indiana a couple years ago. Cause ah. you have a friend there. Yeah. That was your best friend. Your, some would say your best friend is there. I, I think so. I love her so much. <laughs> yeah. Well, Liz, I think you're going to have a great 2022. Thanks. Paul. I love All right. it. All right, you have a great night. Thanks, me too. Bye, That really helps. Of Bye. course. Bye. <laughs> now, what else do we got? Pat, Pat, what else? Who we got? We you got said line five. Call. Line five. You said line five. Yep. Let me check. Let me see what's up on line five, if I could. Hello. Best show. Hello. Please, let's let's lower the energy. Please, don't run so hot <laughs> for this segment. Please, can you can you actually sound literally like you're asleep? Hi. Oh, there we go. Now, who is this? Um, this is Claire O'Kane. Oh my goodness, this is the the famous comedian <laughs> and podcaster Hello. and actor. Mm-hmm. Claire O'Kane and, and banjoist. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now this is this is one of the top comedians in in New York City and also just straight up everywhere. Is Claire O'Kane? How are you, Claire? Happy New Year! Happy New Year! It's nice of you to say. Yeah, um, I'm I'm doing all right right now. I'm I'm actually bleaching my hair. What color are we going for? Just um, bleach blonde. I want to get to like. I want to try to see if I can go actually gray, but I don't think it's possible. What do you want to get? Like that lavender gray, or just straight up gray? I think straight up distinguished. Um, 
you want like a like a Devil Wears Prada, uh, uh, Meryl Streep vibe. Yeah, fashion fashion gray. Sure. Um, right now it's looking like Pony Boy. I think you should, okay. You got a Pony Boy thing going on right now. It sounds like you're going for like a sick boy feel, right? From uh, old uh, Train Spotting. Remember Train Spotting? Who did you say? Shark Boy. Sick boy. Oh, sick boy. Yeah. yeah. That's one of those movies yeah. that I'm like, yeah, I don't think I ever need to see this one again. Weirdly, it's a movie that I can watch over and over. Really? Am I making a mistake then by not watching it again? Well, I think it, it kind of, I guess, depends on the mood. But there was, mm-hmm. a, there was just like a time in my life where I really felt like, well, this actually fits my mood. Mm-hmm. And what does that say about me? I don't know. Sure. I don't know. But I love Boy. These are the movies I can watch over and over. Angus. Uh-huh. <laughs> Medea goes to jail. Yeah. And always. Steven mm-hmm. Spielberg's best movie, always. Now, what's that about? Oh, it's a fun romantic comedy. Okay. I couldn't imagine. I couldn't think about some of these movies this dude's put out. Tin Tin. Do you think he even saw it? (laughs) Yeah. Do you think he remembers he made Tin Tin? I think that's probably the only movie he he likes that he's made in the past couple of years. You think Tin Tin would be the extent of, of that? That that's that's it for him. You know how when you ask like a someone in a band, they say, "What's your favorite song?" and they they pick like a B side that n- nobody cares about. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like it's kind of like that. Sure. So that's that's, and that's that's like when they're just like, "That's actually the best song we ever did." Do you think he's telling everybody Tin Tin is his best movie? Oh yeah. Have you seen Tin Tin? It's not bad. I, I can't watch it. <laughs> you know, movie. You know, movie so great that Steven Spielberg made. Munich. What is that? Oh, Munich. Munich. I thought you said Eunuch. No, Eunuch. Yeah, no, he made a movie oh, called Eunuch. Sounds like a it sounds like a Jerry Lewis movie that didn't get <laughs> Jerry Lewis, the Eunuch. <laughs> Singing real high. No, you watch Munich. That's some heavy duty stuff. Claire O'Kane. I'm looking up the the plot of Always. Yeah. And I, I already don't like it. That's my favorite movie. Richard Dreyfus has some somehow has Holly Hunter as his girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Well, it's a sci-fi I, movie. Okay. Because <laughs> that would be science fiction. I was gonna say yuck. Oh. You think Richard Dreyfuss, the way you, what do you think he looks? He looks wet to me all the time, right? He uh, looks like, like he looks like he always got rained on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I could see that. His brow is always kind of moist. Yeah. So what's going on, Claro Kane? What's going on for 2022 with, with a Claro Kane? I honestly don't know. I mean, I got this blonde hair. 
Yeah. And now you're getting ready to go for, I think you should go for Miranda Gray. Go to a salon and say, I want Miranda Gray. From, and and just like that? From just like, from, and just like that. Okay. I think I could, I could do that. I kind of like that actually. That's the vibe I'm going for. I watched most of this show and just like that. (laughs) I got a sneaking suspicion. They're being very subtle with it. But I think the character of Miranda has a drinking problem. Oh, I don't know. Maybe it's every scene she's ever in, in the show. She's like, it's, it's eight 30 in the morning. Oh, I'm going to get, let's have some tequila. Like the writing is not, uh, not so sharp. (laughs) Who's your favorite of the end? Just like that cast. I mean, obviously, um, the stand-up comedian with the podcast about uh, Shay. You like Shay? Yeah, yeah, Shay. I need to get like a thing that goes like trigger warning. Because <laughs> you know how on podcasts you also do like soundboard stuff that, uh-huh. like, that is the God bless them. They're trying to they're trying to right the wrongs that they did for the ten years that they did that show. They're trying to make up they're trying to make up some lost ground. That's a lot of lost ground. Yeah, in just a couple of couple of episodes. In just a couple of episodes, they're trying to make it all up and be like, we know we we painted a version of New York that was just super rich white people and nothing but that. <laughs> We're gonna show some super rich non-white people. Mm-hmm. And then at some point it's just like, Hey, maybe you might want to look into that super rich part of the thing. Also, maybe not everybody needs to be living at the Dakota. <laughs> I don't know. It's kind of fun. When I was in middle school, I, was really obsessed with um, having Manolo Blahnik shoes because of that TV show. So it's, uh, sometimes it's, it's kind of nice to just take a peek into how the other side lives. You want, look, okay, message received. Claire, I was said I was going to make a donation to a charity earlier. I'm, I'm, I'm redistributing that money. Oh my God. Somebody's going to get some Manolo Balonics. <laughs> You'll be walking around with your blonde hair and your Manolo Balonics. Right? I kick, kick the door open at uh, Nobu. When you're at Nobu. No- one, time I, one time I went to Nobu and was having this meal. A special occasion. And it's the best food I ever had in my life. Mm-hmm. And then there's some dude at the the little the like sitting next to me. And I just I finished eating something where I'm just like, this is maybe the best food I've ever had. And this guy goes, Excuse me, excuse me, to the to the chef. And the chef goes, Yes. He goes, This was disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> And it was like disgusting, really. And meanwhile, that's a meal where I was just like, wow, this is going to guess I'll be 
guess I'll be uh, 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 cutting corners now for a while to make up for having dropped that kind of moolah on a fancy dinner. But this guy was like, this is disgusting. And he just clearly lived in that world. But look, I don't have the Manola Bolonics that you're about to have. Yeah, everything's everything's looking up Claire this year, I think. Everything's coming up Claire. I wanted to, um, I guess I wanted to come to you because you, you kind of, you know me, you know. I and do. I think, I think you know me well enough to maybe if you could make some sort of prediction for me because I'm kind of, I'm at a loss. I'm in front of a, a blank canvas, and I'm saying I think I need some outsider perspective. Okay, all right, let's figure this out. What do you need? What do you need, Claire? I mean, I need a lot of things. I might need stuff that I don't even know I need. What I think what I need is um, a routine. How do I do that? You need a routine, not a stand-up routine. You've got that. No, no, I got, I got at least 20 minutes of that. Yeah, you got a, you got a, uh, you know, I think for 2022, it's time to retire non-comedian saying tight five, tight, like, right? <laughs> like using that as a reference point for things like, yeah, you got your tight five on the, like, all right, right. we've drilled, look, these comedians are, are gross and we've drilled them enough. We can, we can start tapping the brakes now on the tight five thing. Yeah, I agree with that. Also might be time for, um, another thing that could stop this year would be great. Would be, um, these weird phone games, like these free phone games. <laughs> Wait, which one? You ever play these games on phone where it'd be like, it'll be like a game where basically they're all just like Tetris type games. Right. Yeah. And you yeah. play them. But the thing is, you ever see the ads for these games? The ads pitch a different game than what they're asking you to download. Oh yeah. You think you're going to just download like, Oh, download this game where you just shoot balls and you at bricks and you blow them up and you try to keep back. And then you watch the little commercial for it on your phone. It's the most violent thing you've ever seen. It's usually some sort of King or emperor is drowning. Mm-hmm. Like he's in, he's chained to a thing that's filling up with water. Like, help me, help me. You're like, well, yeah. I'll play this game. This game seems like this will be exciting. Then you download it. It's Tetris. Like, what happened to the drowning guy? Or that other one with the homescapes. They're always pitching homescapes. And there's always this one guy who looks like uh, this is one, one guy who looks like the guy from Magnum PI or looks like uh, like like this bald dude with a mustache. Yeah, yep. he looks sad. And he's sad. He's always like in a house that has no heat. And he's freezing to death. <laughs> he's getting stung by bees. He's got bricks. He's got the ceilings falling on his head. The roof's on fire. Like, yeah. then you download the game, and it's basically tic-tac-toe. <laughs> You're like, so I think for 2022, it's time for the fake the fake uh, stuff to get out of those games. Okay, are you saying that maybe I should create a game where it actually is that guy? 
I want you. This is one of my suggestions. I know you're dying your hair blonde right now. I think you tell me what you think of this. You shave that dome of yours. You've done it before. You do it again. You shave that dome. You take the hair you shaved off. You glue it under your, under your nose. You get a little bushy mustache. Mm-hmm. And then you don't call you don't do stand up as Claire O'Kane anymore. You do stand up as homescapes. <laughs> you just perform as that guy from the homescapes. And you're just and you just go, Oh boy, I just got out of a a bedroom where the there were spiders everywhere and the wallpaper was on fire. And thankfully you picked a fire extinguisher. And you didn't pick a can of gasoline. Because they'll be like, oh, the wall's on fire. What? Which one of these two things should he pick? A fire extinguisher or gasoline? Yeah. <laughs> I think they could do those things. They'd be almost like psycho test, psychopath test. Right? You pick enough of the wrong thing and your phone just suddenly starts flashing. And then the, the authorities show up and uh, swoop you away on general principles. No, that's a good idea. A game, a game that you think is a game, but it's actually a psychopath test. Yeah, it's a psychopath <laughs> test. It'll be like it'll be like the last Starfighter, but for psychos. <laughs> and then you you know what the other thing with this uh, with these these games can can they be a little easier to hit the X in the corner on them so you can move past the ads? Oh man. I can't get what what I feel like I I feel like I got like I'm the Hulk or something with these <laughs> fingers. I can't touch the X correctly. I only open the thing to download the game over and over. Claire, what are we gonna do with this? But what do you think about that? Just going as homescapes now on stage. I well, I think that's a great idea. But I'm I'm saying this what you're saying right now. This kind of seems like your tight thought. No, it's going to be your future, just your straight up future. Instead of what if, what if you just go by homescapes O'Kane? Like the way, like, or Claire homescapes O'Kane, like Andrew Dice Clay. Home O'Scapes. Home O'Scapes. And that'll also get you around the, the loophole of the homescapes people coming after you. Exactly. Look, my name is Home O'Scapes. <laughs> so what what else is the problem we solved one problem right there that's a problem yeah. solved now you're going to play homescapes on stage uh-huh. you're going to be that that guy <laughs> the guy <laughs> the guy from homescapes i'm going to be the guy with the mustache always getting wet um what else is what else is wrong with me i don't know i'm, I'm maybe i should think about maybe taking a trip you're thinking about taking a trip, really. Where would you like to go? I want to go somewhere. I kind of want to go to, like, Scotland. I want to go to, like, the Scottish Highlands. But then I, I don't know what I'd do there. I need, like, a reason to kind of risk my life and take an airplane with a bunch of people during a, a pandemic to go to the Highlands. Well, if you can't figure out the Highlands, go to Highland Boulevard on Staten Island. Where is that over there? The Staten Highlands. 
<laughs> Staten Highlands. God. Right? Shut the hell up. Oh, stop. Now you're going to make like I make one. I make, I, I just uh, broke out so much gold off the top of my head. One <laughs> didn't entirely land perfectly. And now it's just like, oh, here we go. I'm, I'm, I'm irritable because my scalp's on fire. But I got yeah. This scalp is on fire. <laughs> it's my favorite Alicia Keys song. Claire's scalp is on fire. <laughs> well, I, I think you're going to have a great year. All those steps. I mean, starting off with all those steps. and Yeah, my foot's all messed up now. It hurts. Maybe we move into, um, what, what's next after walking? Running? Um, what's the next step? Probably Matrix fighting. Mm. Remember in Space Jam, A New Legacy, when Granny did the Matrix? <laughs> um, yeah, I saw that in the trailer. When they did the, they did the 360 spin. Oh, yeah. I watched a little bit of Space Jam, A New Legacy. What does it stand? What does it mean that I got uh, a little choked up watching it? What's that? What's that mean for my uh, my mental well being, Claire O'Kane, Claire Home Home Escapes? I think they did their job. They they go through many many edits to kind of mm-hmm. pull at your heartstrings, and they got you with the with the granny um, doing. The gr- that wasn't what did it. The granny thing didn't what, do what it. Did it. What did it? It was halftime, and they, they were down by a thousand points. Right. <laughs> and then then LeBron James is just like he's like I gotta um, I gotta just ease up and let everybody do their thing the way they do it and I can't just micromanage everybody oh. and I gotta let people do what they do right and that rang true for you and it, I just like the idea that when they came back out to play the second half, he was like smiling, was happy because he was letting go of the stress. Mm-hmm. And then the algae rhythm, who's the, the, he was fighting against algae rhythm. Who's the villain, right? Did you know that was the villain's name? Uh, no. Well, it was algae rhythm because he's algorithm played by Don Cheadle. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was, uh, he was like, he had his team going the goon squad and he's just like, we got to beat the tune squad. And he's like yelling at them. And then LeBron James is like laughing, coming out saying like, we're going to have fun. And then they had fun and then they won the game. Wow. I guess I should, should I, is this, should I watch this? I think probably you should. Yeah. Yeah. I think you should. If you've watched Train Spotting more than five times in your life, you could watch uh, this. I think that's why I want to go to Scotland so I can kind of mm-hmm. experience Train Spotting in, uh, in real life. Sure. And maybe maybe next year. I think you should just do it. Why don't you just do it? Why don't you go the other way with it? They zig, you zag. Yeah. You're 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 putting this thing off for more than ever. Just get past Omicron, which is gonna it's not gonna be forever. Omicron ain't gonna be forever, so book it now. 
I'm book it. What's that? I'm like, I'll book it. I'll book it. I think you book it, and then you tell everybody, you know what? Claire bleeping homescapes O'Kane <laughs> does whatever Claire bleeping homescapes O'Kane wants to do. And Claire bleeping homescapes O'Kane goes on adventures and is going to Scotland. Yeah, okay, I'll do that. I think you do it. You make a stand, Claire. You make a stand. It's kind of time to make a stand, don't you think? I think it is, and that's what I mean. I'm serious about it. I'm trying to do that with certain things. I'm trying to trying to plant my flag and 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 not kind of hem and haw and let life pass me by. Yeah. Because life is really passing by. Life comes at you pretty fast, and if you're not ready for it, you might miss it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Remember that. Yeah, that, that all sounds good to me. Well, I think you booked this Scotland trip. Maybe book it for March. Would March work for you? Wait, what am I, a travel agent now? <laughs> <laughs> what do you, yeah when's the best time to go to scotland well maybe give it well why don't you look into that see what's you don't want to go when it's too cold right no but i feel like it's probably cold all the time yeah but you want to get a little little chill in the air but not freezing so then um so then you book it but now if if you say it's like march or april just book it right. book it now but make sure you can get if if this stuff goes worse somehow. Make sure you can get a, a, a not a refund, but you can because you're going to make the trip. You're going to do this trip, so you get you can get a postponement, right? You can get like you can reschedule. Yeah. But you're not going to ask for a full refund. You want to do this trip, and you ain't going to go back on it. You're doing it. Yeah, okay, I think no. that's exciting, Claire. Homes, <laughs> homescapes, okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, and I think you're going to have a great year too, Tom. I have Thank a you. good feeling. I think, this is my prediction for you, when it comes time to cast season two of And Just Like That, <sighs> they're going to need a new stand-up. They're going to say, who's going to be our Che for next year? Who does the podcast after that? Can you imagine how bad that podcast would be also? Oh, yeah. My podcast, that podcast seems not good. Wait, if you had, quick question, if you had one of those buttons that says a catchphrase. Yeah. For your podcast, what what would it say? It would say, yeah, baby. (laughs) I'd still load it with Austin Power sound effects. I wouldn't be able to help myself. (laughs) But they're gonna need a, they're gonna need another comedian for season two of it, just like that. Huh. And I think we're gonna be looking at an episode where Miranda and Carrie and Charlotte and Che Shay are checking out an up and coming stand up and they're watching you on stage with a stove that's on fire. And spiders crawling all over the place. Uh And then you go, which one should I pick, audience? A fire extinguisher or a broom? 
Mm-hmm. That's also a part of your act as homescapes. And then they say something. Uh, broom, 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 broom. I haven't touched a broom in 20 years or something like that. Yeah. Claire, I'll say this and I mean it. You're one of my favorite people and I love you and I'm happy that you're uh, going to have a great 2022. Likewise. Love you, Tom. Okay, I will talk to you later. Here. Okay, Bye. Thanks. Bye. Pat, what are we looking at here in terms of callers? I got one person who's been on hold for two and a half. Yeah, well, give me that call now. Let's let's take care of them. Hello, best show. Hey, Tom. Hey, who's this? This is Jesse in Seattle. Jesse in Seattle. Now, Jesse, you've been on hold for how long? <laughs> it's been a two and a half hours. Well, Jesse, you made it through. Welcome. Welcome, I mean, my friend. I was just hanging out, listening to the show. It was not that bad. You're having a good time. You're out there in Seattle. It means you probably got a little bit of that, uh, little bit of that sticky, icky, right? No, I, I quit a while back, but I got a, uh, I got a beer, a nice Elysian beer. Cold one. You got a cold one, huh? I got a nice cold one. You cracked it open. Cracked open a cold one. Yeah, I'm just kicking back. I love it. And the show has been fantastic, so thanks for, for coming back strong on the new year. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna mess around anymore, Jesse. I can't mess around. We're war- we're just warming up now. This is going to be the worst show of the year right now. This is the worst episode of the best show this year. This one. Oh, this, well, all right, then. I'll take this is the worst episode of the year. <laughs> That's how good the show's going to get. This is a pretty good episode. It's a great show. It's been fantastic. Think about it. Think about some of the things you want from a show. What do you want from a usual episode? You want to hear duty. You want to hear Pat and duty fight, right? You got it. You got that. Yeah. Yeah. I like a little bit of spice, a little bit, yeah, a little bit. Exactly. You got your spice. And did you watch, are you watching and just like that? What's that? Are you watching and just like that? No, sir. I'm not. No? Okay. Cause there was another thing where Che Shay brings food to Carrie. Who's recovering from surgery. And she's just like, it's like, oh, this food's spicy. She goes, do you think I'd bring something without spices in it? Yeah, to somebody who just got out of surgery, I would hope you wouldn't exactly bring super spicy stuff. They're not feeling well. Maybe give them a chance to heal a little bit before you start pouring the spices on. Come on. That's what I says. Yeah, that's fair. I have a weird tolerance with stuff like that, too. It's like one day I can handle the the full hot ones, like spectrum of, of spice and then the next day I'll have like a one hot Cheeto and I'll have like heartburn coming out of my ears mm-hmm. but that's neither here nor there I don't like those I uh, have, flaming Hot Cheetos didn't do it for me you don't like the lime the flaming Hot Cheetos with yeah, lime? I thought, lime t- I thought the lime tasted so chemically yeah, yeah it just tastes like acid yeah but you know what I did I do like the, the crunchy Cheetos those are good they're delicious, yeah. Anybody wants those fluff, the fluffy ones? Who's who's getting them anymore? They make a tight, crunchy Cheeto right now. Why on earth would you get a uh, 
why on earth would you get a uh, a puffy old cheetah? <laughs> I don't know. I'm kind of with you on that. Although I like those like organic knockoff puffs. Oh, those are good. Yeah, those things are good. Like the Einstein puffs. Yeah. For whatever reason, they have like a mathematician on the front of them or something. I don't know. I, I like love them. the fake. I love the. They're not fake. They're just healthier ones. I love them. Yeah. Yeah. They don't have the the chemical lime. Yeah. The acid lime. Yeah. So what do you got for me, Chief? What else? This is a. <laughs> I don't. I don't know why I stayed on hold to say this, but this is this is what I'm what I'm coming at you with. It popped into my head, and it's. I just have to lay it out there. So it's an idea. And it's PB and J, like you've heard it before. But instead of peanut butter and jelly, it's Pat Byrne and Jason. PB and J. <laughs> yeah, PB and J. <laughs> and that's the entire idea. Like, I don't know what else. Like, and what? you don't smoke pot anymore is what you're saying. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. <laughs> Pat Byrne, Pat Byrne and Jason, PB and J. PB and J. Like, no, that's, that's, I like it. Certainly, <laughs> certainly lines up. It's something like it could be a sandwich. It could be a stand up routine. It could be a show. I mean, oh, I, I like it. I like it. I love it. PB and J. <laughs> I appreciate that. How many? Do, yeah, maybe if they start doing shows, because they did live shows together. Right, in like 20, 2018 or something? Yeah. What would you guys think of doing PB&J, calling the live show PB&J? How many hours was he on hold to give us this idea? Um, I'm, I'm open to it. I, we actually, uh, you know, my, my dog is Jub-Jub, so a lot of times... Yeah. I'm living. Well, I, I just got cut out. Okay. So you're saying you don't even want Jason in the yeah. show is what you're saying. I'm saying I got the J covered, but. Oh, oh my but God. I, that is. Pat. I could do it. I think it would have to a be minus. something else though. It would have to be PB and J. Uh, but then we, we do something with Jason's last name. Like, we, you know, there's a subtitle. And it's it's like bring the gore, so it's P B and J colon bring the gore, and gore is all caps. Jason, thoughts? Yeah, I'm not doing that show. He's gonna be so offended by this. He he, he walked out of this one, I think. No, I'm here. Oh. Am I not? Can you not hear me? He walked out. Oh my god, I've been on mute. Can you hear me now? Yeah, we can yeah. hear you now. Okay. No, I'm. I yeah, I'm not gonna do this show. You're not doing a PB and J show. <laughs> I'm not going to do it. Why not? I should. I mean, I should be the J. This guy waited what two and a half hours to give us this idea. Yeah, yeah. I should be the J okay. if we're going to perform. So you want to be the J in PB and J? Yeah. Well, in fact, I want it to be J and PB. Well, that's not a sand. Nobody's ever referred to it as jelly and peanut butter. What if we call it PB and J burn the gore? <laughs> I'll, okay. I'll do that one. I am on board for that. So it's PB and J cola burn the gore. Burn the gore. B -Y -R -R -E. gore. And the I, gore. that's, that'll be the first time I ever used any part of my name as a pun. 
I've always been yeah. so against it. You've been so protective. I don't like it. Yeah. I don't want people to do it to me. I think it's a like it. form of comedy, but this mm-hmm. is the, but I'll, I'll cop into it this one time. PB and J colon burn the gore, burn the gore. I like it. What would you, would you, do you think you're going to do shows this year? Let me talk, Pat, what is the goal of yours this year? What is a, what is a 2022 goal for a Pat burn? Uh, herd immunity. Well, no, that's for the popular. Okay. Well, herd immunity. No, it's, it's a big, it's a big goal, but I'm hoping for it. Yeah. But you, you're, 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 that's not a good, you don't have a whole it lot of say goal. over that one. But it, it is a goal because I haven't, I haven't eaten in a restaurant comfortably since you know february of 2020 so it's mm-hmm. and i haven't performed really on stage comfortably since oh, no no i understand I all of that i understand so all my, of that so, but so what is like really like more about i will society and large when you know we're closer sure. to herd immunity or when we're well, what is something but what is something that's a little more in your control oh that you'd like to achieve yeah, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I I haven't given it a whole lot of thought. It's it's. I've been so conditioned to just be like day to day survival that I really. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Right. I mean, um, you think you give it a you give it a writing, thought if you something writing comes writing more. I would writing more. Okay, that's it. There you go, Jason. Jason Woodio Gore. Yes. What's a what's a, what's something you got? I know this guy. Yeah. Because now, he, look, this is what I'd say. Even if Jason didn't have anything, after Pat Pat not really having anything, oh yeah, Jason's gonna come out. Jason would make things up. Yeah. Just to differentiate himself from Pat with that to try to to try to besmirch Pat's good reputation. Yeah, because I'm not gonna say pass. I'm gonna come up with something. Pat A plus burn. <laughs> the only A plus of the year. Pat burn. I will say I, I stammered a little bit on that answer because I, in the last maybe half hour, I, I started to get a little tired here at the studio. That's fine. Right. Don't worry, Pat. But yeah, writing more and maybe doing well, look up, Pat. I will, I'll say this. Yeah. My pledge to try to make the show a little more interesting. I know it's, <laughs> it's putting you to sleep. I will try to do a better job here and make it more interesting. It's fine. I message received. right into that message received. Pat. It, it is a long East coast day over here. No, but, I gotcha. I gotcha. But yes. Uh, and I wanted more video stuff. I want to. Okay. More video. Yeah. Jason. Yeah. Woodio Gore. Um, I want to be doing a lot more comedy. I want to be putting out a ton of dumb comedy this year. I want to do more stand up. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm loving doing the Hawk which I need to get all of you guys on. And when he says the Hawk, what he's yeah. talking about, he does a thing where it's a radio show. Uh, that's like a fake radio station and you can get the Hawk everywhere. You get podcasts. Yes. Yeah. So I'm having, I'm having a good time doing that, but here's another thing, Tom, What's that? I'm ready to bring some, some best show heat. Cause I saw all the best. I saw all of the best of lists. Yeah, 50 points right off the bat. I saw 50 points. So many podcasts yeah. that have completely stolen everything that we've yeah, done. Thank you. Thank you, Jason. 
and getting credit for it. Like they were the first ones to come up with it. Oh yeah. 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 Oh oh, yeah. Yeah. Keep going. Keep going. Yeah. Another 50 points. (laughs) And it's like, what? It's sick. It made you nauseous. It made me a little nauseous. Yeah. I threw my phone down. You threw your phone. Okay. No, 75 points for that. And you know, it, I, and I wanted to text you about it, but I'm like, no, I don't want to get, I, I'm feeling, I uh, I'm upset. He showed, he showed some, uh, showed some decorum. Yeah. Didn't want to just wind me up no. uh, willy nilly. Yeah. Another hundred points. So you 225 points in the last 45 seconds. So I think it's time in 2022. Yeah. Yeah. For all these yeah. other damn shows. Yeah. 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 Say, to remember uh-huh. who created yeah. the playground. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. thank you. Thank Whose name you. is on the playground? Thank you. Thank you. And we're coming in. We're going to play. Look, you hear this? We're going to show you, you how this? the play ga- playground gets played on. You hear this? You rat bastards. I'm the rat bastard. You hear this? You bums and you halfwits. You thieves. We're coming for you. Right? Oh, yeah. I mean, honestly, they should fear what's coming their way. They should fear it. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Beer. Beer. Jason, 300 points altogether for you. Thank you, Tom. 300 for that. But there was only 300 points on the board. I changed changed it. Okay. (laughs) Trying to keep up. I changed it. Mike, I changed it. Mike, what are your goals for 2022? I think you you saw that I I, I listened to... um, I haven't listened to it since I experienced it. The uh, Four Loco. Oh, I did see it, yes. Classic. Yeah. Best show. Yeah. Mike now, you, went you've back. never Mike listened to it I've yourself, never listened right? To it. No, I've never listened to it. Mike went what? back because in 20, 2010? 2010, yeah. 2010, Four Loco was all the craze back then. Who didn't love, who didn't love a good Four Loco? You have a hard day at work. You come home. You, you put back a four loco and then you're sick for three days. Um, who didn't let that's how it was back then. When people <laughs> say, when people say, Oh, Hey, you know, that they used to have cocaine in Coca-Cola and everybody's like, Oh my God, can you believe how it was back then? Yeah. 10 years ago, they put the most poisonous beverage on the market and it was everywhere and it was making everyone sick. And then naturally I got caught up and tried to have a four loco party on the air and immediately I got so ill. I drank, I put two back pretty impressive. I will say. Yeah. You did the, the two. That's, that's what I did on both occasions. I did yeah. it the week before too. The, two is enough. When two, we started two was sufficient. With, yeah. Oh, two was more than enough. Yeah. Yeah. When we started with this four loco thing, you, we had it in the studio. Cause also it was, it was going off the market as we spoke. It was hard to find the original stuff, but one can remains one can does remain. Uh, I'm sure that right now is basically like motor oil in that thing. Um, but one can remains in the studio, but we tracked down a bunch of cans. Listeners were sending cans. I put the word out and people were mailing me cans of four loco. And so we had a four loco party on the air, but that first week you were like the, you were like the Guinea pig, Mike, you were the yeah. canary in the coal mine. Exactly. You're like, you drank four, you drank one on the show. Like you drank one can that night or two. No, two. I did two. You had two that first week. Yeah. Yeah. You I didn't know what I was back. in for, you yeah. know? And I remember you talked, you were like, eh, it's not that big of a deal. Mm-hmm. But then 
the following week, the following day, yeah. the following, you came on the next week and talked about it. You said, I got on the light rail yeah. in Jersey City and Hoboken for your commute. Mm-hmm. And you were like, I was so sick on the thing that you were like worried you were trying to figure out where you would throw up. Yeah. I I was making plans for where I could do the least amount of damage, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. But it never happened. And I, and I got through the day. Yeah. But but you were, you were truly, you were, you were, you were feeling the burbling effects of this thing. It was the work. It was a wired hang hangover. So as bad as a regular hangover is, just imagine being like wired, like mm-hmm. from drinking lots of coffee. It's just like a, a horrible mixture. Yeah. So, uh, but, but back to listening to this show after all these years, I think you should listen to it, Tom, because, you know, I'm listening to this thing and you're having the time of your life. I mean, I've never heard anybody. I've never heard you laugh as much as you did. Yeah, no, that's that how night. it goes. You know? And, 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 uh, I, I assume that you, because you hit the deck a couple times towards the end and you can, you can hear the thudding, these loud thuds going on. And I, th- I, I didn't realize right. I, you, I kept, you kept falling backwards off the chair. Yeah. I, I, I wasn't even in the same room because no, you were screening calls. So yeah, I was, I was still in my, my spot. So I didn't see everything that was going on there, but I, I, my memory was that you had, when you hit the deck, that was sort of the end. And then Hodgman steps in and I thought that you never came back, but you no, do, you, you come, you come back like a I couple of times. Okay. You, you wouldn't stay down, Tom. And it's, it's quite remarkable. Um, and like I say, you're, you're, you're laughing your head off. I mean, it's, it's not as maybe as embarrassing as you think it is. Oh, I just don't. I just feel like I just didn't need to. Yeah, I, I, I guess maybe I thought it'd be embarrassing. I don't know. No, it's it's not embarrassing. It's it's you're funny, and you're having a good time right. until the end. Mike, I know it's a bad memory, you know, but uh, I think Mike? maybe if you 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 know faced up to it, and the, and the untold story of that that show is that John Hodgman he nursed that four loco, and you called him on it. Like towards the end of the show, you, you know, when you're finishing your, your first one, you're like, how are you doing over there, John? And he's like about halfway. I don't think he drank more than half a, half a four loco, which is why, you know, he's in better shape by the end of the show. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. You know, he, I think he, he's trying to put across this impression that, you know, he drank everybody under the table on that show. But no, man, he nursed it. I love Mike taking shots at John. <laughs> I have I have a question. Um, this was this was a holiday show, right? It was yeah, yeah. in December. Was Jello Man there? No. no. Okay. Um, I think this was pre pre Jello Man even. Yeah, I, I was at one Jello Man, and and Mike was yeah. throwing Jello shots at me. After well, I want to say that I want to say this, Mike. Yeah. Seven hundred more points for you. <laughs> What's that for chat? Tom, did any of the cans um, explode and did you open like soggy boxes or? No, no, they were shipped. They were, they were, uh, they arrived uh, in perfect condition. 
Well, we have one left here in the studio. Well, we'll see. That might Here's be a goal. Yeah, one time. I have a goal that by the end of this year, for reasons unknown at this time, but maybe there will be one where some circumstance will bring the four of us back into this studio for a very special episode. Maybe. Who knows? And I'll drink that whole thing. <laughs> I'll drink it. Still a couple jello shots in there, too. Yeah, I'm not touching those. Those are rotten. No, I threw them out. Good. Thank you. <laughs> well, we'll figure this all out. This is gonna, we're going to have an exciting year. So, Mike, what is it? What's a, so you want to do what now, Mike? What is a goal for you? Well, I, I've brought it up before uh, about that, you know, that movie uh, I saw with the guys who try to get to the Golden Glow, you know. You're not mm-hmm. getting drunk. You're just having enough drinks to feel sort of good. Mm-hmm. And, you know, maybe we could arrange it where we, could, we can all have, you know, three or four drinks before a show. Okay. See if it, it has any influence on the show. Oh, interesting. See, I like it. Mike's doing some writing for the show. A Golden it. Glow show. Mike? Yeah. It's rounding up for you tonight. Thousand points. <laughs> Thousand. All right. Caller. Yes, sir. Was it worth it? Being on hold for two and a half hours. A hundred percent. Oh, you're Always. sweet to say that. Son, I wish you a happy new year. Yeah, happy new year to you guys too. You're the you're all the best and uh I'm so grateful for having you guys around and, and oh, you're sweet, you're sweet. You're sweet Thank to you say all. that. Thank you, son. Okay. Pat, okay. any more calls? We have three. Three, let's do them fast. All right. This guy's uh an hour fourteen. Okay. Buddy, best show. Hi. One second. Hello. 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 Hi. Who's this? Everly with Tony East. Who Everly with? Oh my goodness, it's Everly, one of my favorite callers. How are you, Everly? Good. I have something to say. Why'd you give yourself an F? I'm sorry, but something so down on yourself. I do that. My base, and you know what my base teacher told me? He said that he said that sometimes if she's good enough for rock and roll, and that you need to remember that. And even though you're not doing rock and roll, you still need to remember that. Everly, these are kind words, but the grade stands. I got an F. You ever get an F on anything in school? No, you never did, did you? Well, I really, I did. I never got an F until this year, and it's 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 no, humiliating. You never got an F because you don't you don't get. They're laughing at me, Everly. You give yourself a grade. You can't give yourself a grade because you're always going to just give yourself a lower grade than you deserve because you're hard on yourself. All right, Everly. I I they we're gonna get we're gonna I'm gonna say this 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 December. December 2022, Everly, you're going to call up and I'm going to give myself a big grade because I'm going to have earned it. And you're going to go, 
thank you. You did it. You done did. You did. You did it right there, Tom. You did it right. Is what you'll say, Everly. Okay. I still don't think you should have an F. Well, what are you gonna do? So tell me, what is the uh, what? What what's your what are you doing for twenty twenty two? Do you have a goal? Did you have a New Year's resolution? What do you want to do I for twenty? Do have a kind? I do have a goal. It's probably um. I want to get, um, I want to practice my baseball because I want to get to more advanced stuff. Okay. That's fun. Yeah. I want to see if I can do really hard techniques. Mm -hmm. I'm I'm almost there. Almost to a higher level, but. That's amazing. Get there. Yeah. Anything else? Any, any other, any other plans or, or things you want to read or watch or. Anything? I, I, I do personally want to not fail at school. You want to not fail at school? I want to not fail at school. That's my goal. Well, good. You're not. You're, you'll do. I think you'll get past that. I don't. I don't think. I don't. I think I'm the only one getting an F this year. Everly. Yeah, I doubt that. I really, really doubt that. I do have a. I actually do have a goal. Um, I'm gonna write a comic book, but I want okay. But it takes really long to write comic books. It takes like an hour or more for one drawing. Stuff takes a long time, but you know what the best part is though? That's what that's that's what separates. That's what separates. Uh, that's what separates you from the pack. Because um, you're going to stick with it. Everybody else is going to be like, I'm tired. I'm not doing it. I'm, I don't want to do it anymore. And you're going to be like, you know what? I'm going to stick with it because I want to see this comic book exist. And then you're going to do it. Yeah. I, I believe in you. Thanks, Tom. I believe in you because you don't get an F. Well, it's too late. The F is, it, it's, the F stands. Sorry, Everly. Hurts me as much as it hurts you. Yeah. It it's not what you get, but okay. All right, my friend. Uh, Look, you call back you call back you call back in a couple of weeks. I'd love to keep talking to you. Okay. One more thing. You yes. know how you're saying how most 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 phone games are um Tetris games? Yeah. Yeah, um, one of my bandmates, my drummer, showed us this ridiculous game. It's called Obama Run. Obama Run? <laughs> Obama Run. Okay, what is that? <laughs> I don't know. You're Obama, I guess, and you're just like running through what looks like a desert and dodging pyramids that look like he's got, I don't know what, it's got some kind of thing on it. I think it's Obama's face. I'm not completely sure. It's just some weird free game he found somewhere. I don't know where he found it. It's super weird. That sounds that sounds wacky. <laughs> it is. It really is. I'm gonna check out Obama run. <laughs> yeah. Alright my friend. Happy New Year. You too. Happy New Year. I will talk to you later, Everly. You too. Bye. Okay. Bye. All right. Now, next call, Pat. Two more to go. Two more. 
Hello, best show. Hello. Hello. Hi. Who's this? Hi, this is Josh from Amesbury, Massachusetts. Josh, how are you tonight? I'm doing all right, Tom. How about yourself? I'm good. I'm good. Well, happy new year. And, uh, I just want to say, uh, I read it never ends and you did it. You rat bastard. Well, for the book, you're supposed to say you, you did it. Yes. Yeah, OB. I know, but I was, I thought I would mix it up. For well, you. I, you know what? You're right. You're right. I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank uh, you. So I know you're getting towards the end of the call, the uh, show here. I don't want to hold you up. That's all right. But I had a, uh, I had a rough, <clears throat> a rough end to, uh, 2021 and, uh, my wife left me on Thanksgiving Eve, uh, suddenly. And, uh, now I just am getting over COVID now. So, um, I'm just, uh, I just wanted to call in and say that I'm looking for 2022 to be a, uh, a better year than that. I think you're going to have a pretty good year, buddy. I think you, you, you move forward and you, you hang on to the things that matter to you and you're going to be okay. I appreciate that, Tom. I know you, you've been through a lot and, uh, yeah, we all, we all got stuff, but don't, don't sweat it, buddy. You just take care of, you take care of business. I am take care of yourself. Handling, it, handling it as healthy as I can better than I ever thought I would handle it. I'm uh and you got past COVID and now you get yeah. the, you get the, you get, then you can pick things up. You're going to, you're going to be okay. I appreciate it, Tom. I wasn't trying to come in heavy. Yet. Don't worry. Don't worry, buddy. We're that's why it's open phones, man. We'll talk about anything. All right. Well, Well, you hang in there. Go ahead. What's that? Oh, I was just going to say, I am a, I'm a standup comedian and uh, my 10 year anniversary is this Valentine's day. So I'm going to, my goal this year is to take my comedy to the next level. I'd like to try to get a late night set, maybe try to get an agent. So that's, that's kind of what I'm focusing on. And much like uh, PB and J said, I'm going to try to do a lot more writing this year. Good, good. You got links to your stuff. Tell everybody what your stuff is so we can all check it out if you want. Oh, I appreciate that. It's uh, it's just Josh Day, D-A-Y, comedy on all, you know, YouTube, all social media. It's just Josh Day comedy. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I just, uh, I just wanted to give a shout. And, you know, it's been crazy years for us all lately, and I just wanted to uh, to check in and let you know what, what I'm dealing with and what, what I'm trying to do here. That's all. Well, I give you, uh, you, you stay on your feet, my friend, and you keep going. I appreciate it, Tom. Same to you. I'll talk to you later. All right. Thanks. Bye. All right. Final call. Final call. Final call. Final I also call. wanted to clarify when I, when I said, uh, do more writing, I meant, um, mostly like romance literature, novel type stuff. Sure, no, I figured it was not comedy based things. I yeah. figured you were trying to really get your, yeah, your, your, you're working on your romance novels, fiction stuff. Yeah. Yeah, no, of course that, that, that you didn't need to say it, but I appreciate the clarifying. Just making sure listeners know. Yes. All right. Final call. Here we go. Hey, hi. I hi. Who, who's this? Uh, you can call me GA. I can call you GA. 
Jay, Jay, Jay. Jay, right. Jay. What's up, Jay? Not much. I'm just walking uh, out here. I like this. Uh, I really like this icy, icy winter. I do that. Where are you now? I'm in the Midwest. Okay. Not that bad today. Okay. How's that working for you? Uh, you, uh, you really have to take, it's give and take, no way. Okay. If you, uh, be fair to people and, you know, you, uh, when you get jobs out here, you expect, um, some degree of narcissism, like in the workplace. Mm -hmm. But you can always just be a better person. Just, uh, okay. yeah, communicate with others. So what, what's a, what JJ, what's a big goal you got for 2022? Uh, hmm. uh, really making it a matter. Uh, I don't know. Uh, thank you. Thank you, Tom, for asking yeah. me. Uh, I'm going to read this. I'm going to read one of your book. Uh, okay. Any pages? I'm sorry. It's a little bigger. But uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, you keep you keep doing that. Any other things? You, anywhere you want to travel to? Anything like that? Uh, I would prefer to just like uh, be the best me anywhere I go. So I, that's an outstanding goal. That's a that's a that's. That's solid. Oh, wait. More hiking. More hiking. That's good. More hiking. And that, those are, that's three right there, you said. Three great goals. And you did it. Um, All right, buddy. You're going to keep doing it. Thank you. Thank you. All right. You have a great night, and thanks for the call, and Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Okay. Sure. Right, bye. Bye. That's nice. That's a nice way to end the night. Um, real quick. Um, real quick. Uh, Pat, do you know how many points you have? I got 50. 50. Uh, Jason? 300. 300, Mike? 1,000. 1,000, okay. All right, and that's where we stand for tonight. Keep track of your point goals. You got to keep track of those totals. <laughs> okay? Uh -huh. Yeah, I already typed it up. I'm just okay. All right. Whatever it takes to keep track of it. I didn't need to you get too specific, but it's in a, it's in an Apple note. Uh -huh. All right. Very good. Well, my friends, I just want to say this seriously. Happy New Year to everybody uh listening. We're doing our thing. We're here. We're back. This is gonna be a year. Something's going to go down. A lot of things are going to go down. And we're making it happen. Those are as vague as can be. But you know what? We're going to get specific starting next week. Because next week on the best show, and I want you three of you yahoos to get ready, staff meeting on the air. Mm -hmm. On-air staff meeting. Mm -hmm. Is that the topic? 
It's it's not the topic. It's happening right. on the show, though. There'll be okay. a staff meeting on the air. Okay. What should I want to hear? We... I want to hear, mm-hmm. hear pitches from okay. each of you mm-hmm. for okay. for ideas going forward. All right. Pat, Jason, Mike, Happy New Year! Happy New Year! And we're gonna we got we got we're we're cut out for us. And everybody, thanks for listening. We'll be back next week. Happy birthday to Kurt. Happy birthday to Sarah. Happy birthday to Allison and Katie. Happy birthday to other birthdays. A lot of birthdays. Michael um, Stipe. Michael Stipe also, yes. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Thanks, everybody. We'll be back next week. Bye.